All right. Look. Look, guys. Look. I know I had to cancel earlier this week for my other podcast. My wife told me though she's going through a hard time that she was like look i don't want you canceling another podcast you get out there the people need you so here i am episode 59 of the maiden dreams podcast as always mighty vicious here with jammy james the non-immortal because i was about to say immortal but we have an (laughs) actual immortal actual yes we do yeah here today (laughs) with immortal mason how you doing my guy doing pretty good how you guys doing Doing all right, doing all right. So, look, uh, before we get going uh, with um, Immortal, I want to just uh, point out that we will not be here next week because it is a holiday for those of us in the States and family's going to be around and with everything else going on, I'm not going to be able to make it. But December 3rd, we will have the roundtable because as I predicted last week, yeah, yeah it's been heated in the verse, shall we say? Yeah. There has been some opinions, which is good. I think it's a good thing. Like, you know, there's been some good, there's been yeah. some bad, there's been some very bad, but at the same time, you know, Hey, everyone's entitled their opinion. We had ours. People have made theirs quite evident online. So let's talk about it with a roundtable. Let's get it all out in the open and let's have a good conversation about it. Yeah. So December 3rd, we will be having said roundtable. If you're interested in getting on it, in case you didn't know what it's about, it's regarding our opinions on Kickstarters and dreams. And uh, yeah, so that, you know, put a fire to people. So anyway, um, so here Sorry we are, Immortal Mason. Give us the rundown. What's the? Uh, tell us, introduce us to who we're speaking with. Well, hello everybody. Uh, I'm Immortal Mason, uh, otherwise known as Charles to many. Uh, I love to play dreams. I like to just explore the different technical parts of it and just gain more knowledge and learn more about the game and about myself as I've. And I've been on this journey creating this thing for a really long time now at this point. Yeah. And so do you have a background in gaming or game development and other creation tools or did dreams just, you just latch onto it? Well, actually, um, so I don't know if you guys have heard of it. It's a, it was a game engine, like kind of like a concept that Microsoft worked on. It was called project spark. Uh, they made yeah. it like, yeah, it was a long while ago. And I'd always wanted to get into game development. I saw it as an opportunity to kind of, you know, explore it with like learning some basic ways of coding and stuff. And so I worked on that up until the point that it got uh, shut down. And I still worked on it for about half a year after that. And from there, I was just like, man, I had this really cool idea for a game and now I can't even finish it up. And I was like, man, I don't know what I'm going to do. And then I saw like this kind of strange presentation. I was like, what is this thing that Sony's doing? I was like, I don't know what that is. It looks like you're just kind of sculpting clay. So I didn't know what it was. And then I kind of did a little more research and I said, oh, man, I was like, this is actually really seems to be a really powerful creation tool I can actually use to sculpt my own uh, figures and things. I was like, "Okay, that's interesting. And then from there, it just kind of started to grow and I got more obsessed with it until eventually I got my hands on it. 
uh, and I played it in its early access port uh, portion. And then when the game actually came out, of course, I had it and wanted to play it, of course. And that's literally all I've been doing for the most part is just working on it since it's been released in a little before that. So, yeah. Word. Word. Awesome. So, so tell us about this uh, project that you've been trying to finish and work on. Well, yeah. So uh, in what I was doing in Project Spark, the basic concept that I had going into even creating the game was I said, okay, what would be an interesting gameplay mechanic that would kind of change RPG, the RPG genre, but also kind of like the action RPG. And I was like, okay, well, when you level up, oftentimes like the game will make you spin points. And then the only way to reset them is to like go to like a soothsayer or something like that in order to fix that. And then you can put your abilities wherever else you want. But I was like, what if you could just do that on the fly? Like, what if you could actually switch your points mid-combat so that if you need more attack stats, just up your attack stats and sacrifice some points in another category? And then just kind of use that and play with it. And then make leveling up just you adding to your point pool so that you can have more points to adjust as you fight other uh, enemies and get to stronger bosses and things. So... From there, I just said, okay, well, let's implement it. Let's add it to a story. What's the story going to be? And then I just kind of came up with this really cool idea. And it has a lot of, like, biblical uh, aspects to it. So I was like, I wanted to basically make a guy kind of lost in the shuffle, basically trying to find himself after showing up in this world. And then everybody's like, he's an enigma. He seems to be able to use so many different abilities and things something's wrong with this guy something's off and then you get a mentor and so on not going to spoil everything but yeah like it's it's pretty it, it became like this really cool concept and then i started to work on it and project spark and then it got canceled and then i decided to take it back up in dreams and now it's way 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 better than i could have ever imagined when i was working on it like years and years and years ago at this point so i'm just i'm super excited working on it right now but yeah it's it's a cool concept. And I think so far with like the little bit of like play testing, it seems to kind of be gravitating with at least the people in my immediate vicinity, like family members and things. But I'm just hoping that when other people get their hands on the demo, uh, when I get that kind of worked up and finished, they'll be able to experience the cool maneuverability of combat and changing their stats on the fly, never feeling like they're locked into something. So. Awesome. Well, when when do you think that the uh, demo will be out for people to play? Because I know you released a um, a trailer for it a while back, but is it yeah. going to be like, yeah. is it like twenty or uh, next year, beginning of next year, or when do you see it coming? Yeah, I'm shooting for beginning of next year, like probably around like my birthday time in like January, just as like kind of a cool thing to make its main anniversary for the demo around my birthday. Uh, but yeah, I. It took a minute because when I originally was going to release the first demo, of course, like that was like a little bit before, like things kind of got crazy. And I just thought I was going to be able to have it done. But then lo and behold, some other stuff happened. Like the first PlayStation I was working on, it kind of just clunked out. They got the blue screen of death. And I was like, oh, you got to be kidding me. So then from there, I just had to kind of work with what was left that I had online saved. And then I had to build from there. So I said, well, you know what, now I'm just going to take this time and slow down the pace and just make the game as polished as possible, work on all the UI, work on enemy animations, work on my actual animation craft, like getting better with that, 
so that when people get their hands on it, they won't feel like it's some type of beta, but just a small sliver of a finished product, you know? Yeah. So. Okay. Well, well, let me – oh, go ahead. go ahead. I was just going to say, like, I just love the art style choice that you've gone for. It just really Thank has you, its own aesthetic. And that, that was one of the main things that drew me to your work was, again, when I saw you on Facebook on, on the group, I was just scrolling through the Dreams page randomly. Just as I said, I'd check it every now and again. And <laughs> like all of the colors and the artistic flair that it had, it just really caught my eye. And I was just like, this, this looks like something really special. Like the UI and everything, the way it's designed, <laughs> everything is just really well thought out of. And it's very methodical with your choices of how you combine your colors and the way that your assets is built. Everything just looks really, really nice. Thank you. Thank you. And with that, like, what would you say are your influences in, in building this? Well, a lot of what I've kind of looked at was things like when the art style came into play. Because originally, if you like, you saw the uh, uh, early test videos and things from like way, way back, it was more of like almost a mirror in style-wise of like something like Breath of the Wild and like kind of games like that. But then I started to kind of dive deeper, looked at more like different styles of like art. And I was like, man, I need to make it my own and not feel like it's some shadow or clone of something. And the card games I actually work on that I've been working on for a long time, they kind of inspired me along with like games like Wind Waker and stuff. And I said, you know, what's funny. I was like, what if I took my art style, like the thing that I do when I make my card games where it's kind of like blocky and slightly round, but very exaggerated proportions and things. I was like, what if I took that and then kind of added the Wind Waker's kind of color palette and that kind of style. And I was like, if I just, melded the two and made kind of a marriage of that. And then I started working and developing this newer uh, style of character, style of world, the rocks and everything. I started to just totally tear it down. And before I knew it, it went from being a marriage of those two to just kind of its own thing. And yeah. it's just, it, and at that point now, I'm just like, this is kind of my style. This is how I kind of express myself to the world so i'm like this is what i want to continue to do and i'm probably going to do that for pretty much all my other projects kind of taking that style and just expanding it into other kinds of games but yeah there are sections in uh the videos you have out currently for this game where i'm not sure what order you actually did the videos in because some i see the character and he has on like the white face mask that is oh, yeah. AF. And I'm wondering if that's something you picked <laughs> up along the journey or if that was an earlier design that you now replaced or. So, uh, yeah. So the cool thing is, is that this was just like some stuff that got taken out because I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to have enough time nor enough kind of space within dreams to keep the world open to where there's really no loading times or loading screens, but also allow for like this extremely varied like customization and stuff. So I kind of say, okay, I'm just going to get rid of maybe the masks and like some other clothing items and stuff. So now that I've kind of learned how to use the actual engine better, I've kind of gotten to a point where I can start to revisit those things. So I did bring the mask back and there's actually a bit in the story as to why those masks exist at all, because in the world of the myriad, uh, there is an owl God that everybody kind of looks up to and the owl god is literally basically the arbiter of all things and everybody kind of 
attributes every action, every instance, everything that occurs within the game, they attribute it to workings of the owl god. So there is a group of owl monks who you get the mask from, and they wear the mask at all times throughout the day. They never take them off, even sleeping. Like they are that dedicated to the to it. So it's kind of a cool side quest that you get to actually get your owl mask and learn more about the world via their their interpretation before you get to some of the other people like the explorer who wanders the map who you can find just kind of randomly and he'll offer you goods and he'll give you his explanation of things too but yeah that the mask will make its return uh, i'm just working on trying oh. to make sure i get all the uh efficiency out of the game so I'm that i don't glad, i'm oh, glad man. that the masks are coming back because i too agree yeah. that they they just give it a really good look like the character with the mask yeah. it just adds so much to the mystery and 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 everything yeah. with the character i love it it's really nice so i guess was this your first have you always been working on like getting this particular vision out or or is there like cuz i know i i saw that you were working on like spaceships uh, or like a, a speeder and stuff like that. Like, do you have other projects that you're working on alongside this? Yeah, yeah I do. Um, there are a couple of them, about really three that I'm primarily working on. One is like kind of like my baby that I will release more information on once I've kind of got the demo out for the Myriad and let people kind of get a hold of the world and kind of have fun with exploring this massive kind of open island. And there's a ton of stuff to find in that. But the baby that I'm really working on uh, is, it's called Castaway. It's basically kind of like if you look at Halo, like the way Halo's gameplay style is, that kind of gameplay loop where you're trying to break someone's shield in order to get them to a one, and then you kind of get a tap to the head to finish. Yeah. It's that style, but it's magic-based. And there are no real weapons. There's just different stances. So sort of like an Absolver kind of deal where you take a different stance uh, in order to do different things. So it's an FPS magic-based kind of shooter, but instead of picking up weapons and things, there are runes laying across the map that have different powers attached to them. And the cool part about it, that I, which is, again, why I like to think of gameplay mechanics and story first a lot of times before I start to design anything, is that in the game, there are different places on like competitive maps where there'll be lava and fire. And then another part of the map will have like grass and stuff. And then there'll be another part where there's mainly water. And if you go to any of those areas, you can absorb that element and use it as a uh, an upgrade to fight someone who's in a different area. So like if you pick up fire, you get a damage over time buff. Uh, if you get pick up water, it lets you heal. If you go through and do... Um, the leaves that'll get let you jump higher so it gives you kind of buffs there but also it's like a rock paper scissors to where you get someone who has flames as their core that they've just kind of soaked up if i have water and i'm starting to attack them i'm going to deal more damage to them than i would to someone who has absorbed grass or someone who doesn't have any of those and they're just on the default feels so, very mega man like the yeah, early Mega Mans yeah, like, where you have like the yeah. order that you had to go to and yeah. what weapons work with so, Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot like that. So yeah, it's and that's the reason why like that's kind of my baby, because I wanted to make a cool competitive like shooter that kind of switches the genre and does something very different to where it's not just about trying to find power weapons like in Halo, where it's mainly about map control and power weapon control. 
but more so something where it's about just literally knowing what abilities counter what and what is the best time to go to what area. Because if you go to the water area off the off the gate, the other team is probably just going to rush to the where the grass is at. So they're going to try to get more damage on your team, whether you're trying to capture the flag or control a zone. They're going to use that to try to one-up you. So you'll need to at least send someone there or have two people go there in a team match to try to keep that place pinned down so that your team can get the things and the objectives that are in the water area and so on, stuff like that. So I feel like it'd be, it's interesting. I bet, but yeah, that's just one. Uh, and then there's a few other ones where I have like more of a noir kind of futuristic uh, detective game, which is where that uh, car came from that I was working on. And then the spaceship was just me kind of wanting to play around with modeling and see what I could do. <laughs> and I just figured, I was like, you know what? I don't know how to do the logic for flight. I'm not really good at that. Um, but I figured the Dreamerverse can. Someone can figure that out and just use the model and come up with something cool. Use it in a game or don't and just make it work. And I'm like, it'd just be awesome to see. So I just kind of was like, yeah, I'll just design this and put it out there and see what happens. Well, so yeah, that's kind of the reason why there's that. You're a busy dreamer. <laughs> yeah, that is, I mean, that's, that's awesome because I mean, uh, as I've talked about many times, like one of my big issues is I don't have a lot of time. So when I get to play dreams, I, I'm like, you know, I'm stuck trying to like hone one skill and, and then try to like find people that can do the rest of it. And, you know, it's cool to see someone like you, like many who are just like on every angle of the game or uh, of the creation engine where it's just like you do the logic, you know, you come through, you have the story that you're trying to get out. You have the models like it's so when you say, you know, putting stuff out there so that people can use it, it's it it's awesome because I, I mean, I'll go ahead and say right. it here because I'm working on something. And because, like I said, I don't have time, but I have a hang up about using people's assets. I'm like, no, if you're going to put something out, you do it yourself. You put it out, you know, and I'm just like, you know, that's dumb because even in wanting to, you know, or well, being a producer, a, a, a filmmaker, you uh, you would think I would have a different mindset because you're literally using everything that's out there. And it's just like, you know, but I, I I'm working on something that I'm hoping to have out in like a week or two. But at the end of it, I think I thank asset creators because I'm like, you are what make dreams so amazing. Like what yeah. people are what people are pulling off. And I mean, just, you know, no, the it's, style it's that you're conveying, it's, it's so great. And yeah, it's, it's really just amazing. And, and like finally getting over, you know, my bull is basically <laughs> getting over my mental, my, my own mental trip line. Like, you know, it's, yeah. it's really dawned like that has really opened up to me. Cause I used to look at the Dreamiverse and be like, yo, it's tight. How much stuff people have made like, yo, that chair looks dope. Yo, that looks yeah. awesome. I'm glad that's it. But now I have the, like, I can just <laughs> use it. Yeah. And yeah. It, it's not disrespecting or like trying to steal from someone yeah, it's just yeah. i can use it yeah, and i mean that's what they put yeah. it there for in the first place is for yeah, people I, to use <laughs> i know but it's just my own mental tripwire like i had my own block like i had to yeah. get out of my own way and and mm. so i just feel like 
you know, seeing yeah. stuff like this though, like, do you, did you ever see this as uh, oh, the myriad? Did you ever see it as something other than a game? Yeah. Like there's been a number of times and kind of, um, so I put out a few of the models, like before I even put them in the myriad, like there's a, uh, I call it a gruggle. It's like a orc slash like a, like a little dwarf kind of guy. He's smaller, but I put that out, that character model, and I put a character model out called a stylized hero. And they kind of go together. And I was like, you know, I'll put these out there because I just came up with a cool style. And I was like, I'm going to use them as assets, things that other people can use. And then when I looked at that style, and I said, man, this really fits so well into what I'm doing with Myriad right now. I'm like, I'm going to use it for the Myriad. I'm going to actually use this hero I designed for my game. But the Myriad itself, has been primarily a game and not anything else. I mean, I had an idea for like doing more like stories, like where it's like a book uh, first and then maybe make it into a game. But the game was always the main focus because when I started in Project Spark, even into Dreams, I just had these cool gameplay mechanics in mind and like a world around those gameplay mechanics that I just couldn't see being anything else other than potentially maybe a book, but mainly just being a game so yeah it's always pretty much been there for me at least with the myriad can i i just i just really want to go one more thing and then jamie i'll let you i'll let you go i'm sorry i see this ability that you have with the character where he like sucks up energy and then he does this like shadow slash type thing i just i'm just gonna i'm just trying to tell you right now like i'm bowing before that joint right there i love the look of that that's so dope yeah and there's a there's a oh i'm sorry i'll let uh what were you gonna say there sir i'm sorry <laughs> no, 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 please carry on that's fine i'll jump in in a second yeah, no, so. Uh, yeah so the crazy thing is is that when i was even trying to come up with that it was kind of by accident that the actual ability came really? around uh because i was working on something else because i was like i want something kind of like a quick slash kind of like a um star fox from like uh super smash brothers when he does like the quick uh dash i was like i want something kind of like that so as i was working on it i got this jitter because i messed up on like um my actual placement in a keyframe and by doing that it got this weird kind of jitter side to side and i said wait a minute i actually kind of like that what if i made it to where you're kind of warping and each time you're cutting through you're doing damage but your character's like an, is appearing in all these different spots so I was like, you know what? Let's see how that works, and let's just just throw everything at it. And it took a while of just animating, testing, and being like, okay, that's not working at the end, or this part in the middle just seems really off and choppy. And it just took so much. And I still wasn't really happy with it when I actually released the video. I was like, I don't like the end of it. I want, I feel like there should be more flair to that finish. But I still was like, I want people to see at least where my vision is going for some of the abilities that are going to be available to people uh, when they play. So I ended up releasing it anyhow. But yeah, that was actually kind of an accident that that even came about. <laughs> I've only seen I've only seen one person try it, or I guess I would say pull it off to that extent. And I'm pretty sure they would love to know how you did it because that, <laughs> because that because one of my favorite DC characters is the Flash. And one of the oh, yeah, ways yeah. to show speed is to have those moments within like an action okay. scene. And it's just like, 
yeah, I've it's so I I can't even begin to understand yeah. how you put it together, but yeah, that's yeah, it's, awesome. It, it's it was very interesting, um, because the initial slash learning how to kind of get that to work is what led into me figuring out what's the best option for creating that idea after the accident. So what I realized is when I use the keyframes, I'll keyframe a position for the puppet, and then I'll say, okay, here's the positioned here and then i have to move or move it while it's invisible and then i put the next keyframe for its position there and then i make it visible once it the keyframe is settled because i realized that there's kind of a a little frame differential there to where if you have it to where at the same time that you're making it visible again and you're making that position for the next frame there's like a weird bugginess to like how the puppet moves for a split second and it didn't look right so i had to basically make it visible after the position of the keyframe has already been set up. So that once the keyframe is, I'm like, okay, the keyframe's there, like a half a second later, now it'll be visible. So the player can see it again, and it's in that new position. So that each time it's warping from spot to spot, it looks as if it's like dynamically just shifting positions left and right, when in fact, I'm just kind of doing a sleight of hand because I couldn't figure out a better way for it to work. But yeah. Yeah, it's it's really simple. Uh, I actually want to do some tutorials on a lot of the it's abilities really, once I release it's the demo. Really simple. <laughs> yeah, I immediately made a face. You know, it's just kind of kind of easy. It's, how? Yeah, just... it's just uh, it just happened, and yeah, it's just so simple. I won't say. Okay, maybe I take it back. It may not be like super easy, but in terms of like some of the other stuff, like some crazy things that people have been doing in dreams, where I'm like, how in the world did you pull that off? It's I feel like it maybe not it's maybe not as complicated as some of that stuff. Like guys like visually like bad robo, like I don't even yeah. want to even begin to figure out how that level. happens. Yeah. Like that's just blows my mind every time. Like at first I thought he was literally cheating. I thought he was like I'm like, this guy has to be like faking it. This isn't made in dreams. He's just taking that dream stamp and putting it on there, but it's not really in dreams. But then he started releasing this stuff in the Dreamerverse, and I was like how <laughs> how have you done this and then yeah. he keeps his thermal pretty nice too and i'm like how are you doing that I know, he's just a god so, yeah and that's the reason why like people like him or even like um uh, elka his like that his work on the avatar him and the, the other uh, guys that are working on it like that that stuff inspires me too where i'm like just the mechanics, like the wall running thing, still haven't even got a good working wall mechanic. I've been working on a few ideas of how to make a character climb without having to be tied down to, like, in a lot of games, whether it be like Uncharted or stuff where there's like certain little spots where it's highlighted or something. So yeah, they, yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, I'm trying to work on something that's more freeform. But then all of a sudden, I see that they're working on this in the Avatar game. I'm like, man, that's actually nice. You could just grab any ledge that's available to you. So, I'm like, how did they do that? And that, in and of itself, those sorts of things just make me get back on dreams all the time, every day, just racking my brain on how I, how I can implement something like it. So, I, I find that fascinating. That's, that stuff's fun. But, yeah, it, the slashing thing in the Myriad, it, it was a very to me it felt like a very easy to replicate accident but maybe it's not the simplest thing to everybody but it felt kind of oh, not just, too hard for me we're always amazed by mechanics yeah. because lo logic is is not my thing and i mean will's diving into logic more so than i do i just refuse to touch it because i'm the type of person that will throw 
the PlayStation out the window because of the rage-inducing that is logic. However, Will has more patience than me, so... But yeah, I mean, any any mechanics that really catch your eye, where you can see that, like, it's unusual, it's really interesting to delve into the mind of that person to see how they made that logic work. It's just always intriguing to us. Yeah. But, I mean... Oh, yeah. How do do you make all this by yourself? Do you have help by anybody else? Is everything like made from scratch? Do you use Dreamiverse assets? Like, what is your development cycle with this game in particular? Yeah. So, like, at first, I was thinking, like, okay, I was kind of like, uh, <laughs> I was kind of like my friend here, uh, where I just really did not think it made sense to use other people's assets because I was, I felt like I was kind of robbing them of their stuff. And I felt kind of like, do I want to take somebody else's stuff? And then I have to go through, because I want if I use it, I want to give them absolute credit. So I'm going to have to put each person's name in. I want to make sure that they get it without people having to go to the uh, genealogy or look at who's all a part of it by simply, because right now it's not really that great to see who helped out where based on assets, because it doesn't say what asset they contributed. So it just says that, okay, when you use someone's thing, it'll say gameplay or or play, it'll say design, stuff like that, but it won't, you don't know what asset they had a hand in without them saying it. So then I realized it's like, well, if I use someone else's stuff, I'll have to give them credit. I'll have to go through all that. I didn't feel like doing it. So now I just kind of, I've gotten out of that mindset of feeling like it's a problem, but I still don't use anybody else's assets because I realize that it's hard for me to find anything that fits the vision I have in my head yeah. because I, when I think of something like the trees that I'm working on now to kind of like redo some of the trees I've already put in, like, I was like, okay, is there anybody in the Dreamiverse who already made a tree like it? And then every time I would look, I'm like, there's just nothing that fits the thing I have in my head or what I've sketched out on paper. So I'm like, well, dreams is a super crazy good creative tool that lets me just shape and mold things at will. So I'm like, well, I'll just, take the drawing that I have or the idea in my head and I'll just work on it myself. It's probably faster that way than trying to search in the Dreamiverse and then adapt someone else's design to fit what I have in my head. So at this point, I don't have anybody else's stuff in my game apart from like media molecule stuff, like uh, audio wise, because I can't really avoid that for the most part because it's trying to record every bit of audio from scratch is just a, that's a non-starter for me uh but yeah at this point i don't yeah i don't really think as far as i can remember that i have anybody else's stuff in there uh the only collaboration i have is from a gentleman by the name of gribble grunger um and i put him as a collaborator because i literally didn't at the time uh didn't know how to just let someone see a dream without them being a collaborator i didn't know how to do it so i said i'll just make you a collaborator and then you can play it and then I'll just take you off afterwards. But yeah, he got to play a very early build of it. Uh, he released it on YouTube like forever ago, but it was a very rough, rough early build. <laughs> but yeah, that's about the most collaboration I've had on the Myriad to wow. date. Yeah. So, and how long would you say you've been developing this in Dreams? Oh yeah, I've been developing it since day one of like the early access when they let oh, other wow, people yeah. get on board. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, like, yeah. I've been, because I immediately, when I saw the game, my thought was strictly on, okay, how am I going to take what I made in Project Spark and recreate it in this game? 
And it kind of started off there and then eventually it just turned into something that's way beyond anything I had in mind in Project Spark. Like my brain has been allowed to kind of really just explore its depths and dreams. So yeah, it's I've been working on it since day one. And wow. I guess it kind of shows, I guess, but it's been yeah, my main it project. It certainly does show. It is a beautiful looking piece of art. Well, thank yeah. you, sir. Thanks. I'm sitting here looking at chat uh, because there's been a couple of wow. yeah, a couple of good comments. Messages. Yeah, um, I'm trying to get back up to one in particular. Uh, JC Hedges says this is already my favorite episode because I love the way Dreams is letting people flesh out their original universes. Most definitely, yeah. most definitely, it's way beyond what the rest of the what the rest of the game industry is giving it credit for as always yeah. like i mean yeah just just i mean and it's not even it's not even in the in the form of like you know how would i put this it it, it still hurts me a little when i don't see dreams in like certain award ceremonies we've talked about this yeah. before i get real salty just because it's like to uh i think um i think mc alchemist brought it up in twitter in the last week where he was like they the new video games award they're talking about like community cooperation or something like that is is like the yeah like the genre and and dreams isn't in it and it wasn't in it last year <laughs> and, and and then i was just like what and then last year when uh they were talking about vr and i know everybody is yep. all about half-life alex i get it you know pew pew whatever but but it's just <laughs> like it, it's i know i sound salty but i am and uh, I, I, really, said really start. I said it from the start i said it from the start i said it from the start i'm being honest like you know just the idea of what psvr for dreams has like finally yeah. brought to the home console like you don't yeah. need you know a you don't need a pc for that anymore and it's like yeah and just the tool of it for like we always say for the kids think about the kids yeah. like and what they're learning through dreams and they're about to have their first yeah. like dreams uh actual like curriculum in portugal now where it's like which you can get yeah which is amazing and nuts and it's like how much more community do you need like I mean, right. it's 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 so weird that I just nobody talks about this enough. Like no, like game. I don't even want to. No game news outlet. I guess you want to say, <laughs> like you know, it just feels so weird yeah. for Dreams to like have the creations it has right now, yeah. and and for literally like none of the big heads to be talking about it. It just it makes me upset. Okay, I just, just come I on say it. I think it's time will come, though. I think there's going to be a moment where all of a sudden all of the news outlets are just talking about Dreams. And, you know, I've, I've said it from the beginning. It just takes one game on Dreams to be made and catch the eyes of these game news outlet people. And as soon as it does, it will put Dreams on the map. And, you know, with creations like yourself uh, making these type of games, all it takes is for them just to see it and take a good eye to it. And, you know, Dreams will be on the map. But it is going to happen. It will have its day. It will have its day. My little sister, 
my little sister came over the other day. It's the first time I've let anyone come into my house in like two years. So like my little sister <laughs> came over, my parents are here and you know, her birthday was this past Saturday and she was like, and I was like, so what do you want? What do you want? And she was like, Roblox. And it just because oh, it, no. <laughs> it, and it, it hit me in such a way that oh, I was, no. I, I looked at my, I looked at my little sister with such disgust that I was just, um, I was like, well, no, you put that away. Like, she is a little, you. Yeah. Like <laughs> she, she, she is, you know, she's a little girl who has all her friends and all her friends are paying attention to Roblox. I, I get it. I get it. But it, it, yeah. it kind of hurt me a little bit. I was like, and this is why I don't know you. This is, but, but look, let's, look, 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 I'll probably go you off. You introduced it to dreams though. You have, haven't you, right? You have introduced it previously. I I've wanted to, but honestly, the only thing that's kept me from doing it is that I have this thing with technology where if I'm going to adopt a new tech, I have to buy in at the top. So I have the longest lifespan to go from. And so like, if I could find ps5s for her i would have bought her a ps5 and got her dreams and just sat her down in front of it and be like go <laughs> but i can't and 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 like the real problem i couldn't even find a ps4 before because i was gonna get her that and just be like okay well at least start her at the ps4 even though that you know killed me a little inside because you know i wanted done the way i wanted to do it but you know it's just i told her that i'm still looking because if I can find one, I am going to buy her PS5 and get her dreams, you know, just because she's really smart. And I, I mean that, and I'm not gloating, okay? It's not my intelligence we're talking about. I'm talking about a little girl's intelligence. <laughs> but she's like college courses, and she's seven. Oh, wow. The, okay. okay. So, so like, you know, and, you know, if, if it's moving like that, then maybe she could jump yeah. on logic for her, for her dumb older brother. <laughs> maybe like, Sis, can maybe, you just fix all this for me? Thanks. Maybe, maybe I can get a workhorse that's out here and then just doing it for the family, baby. I mean, you know. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, that's something I'm definitely looking into. Just, yeah, I want to get back to chat, but I want to give you all a chance to talk because I've said a lot, so. Let's, let's get let's get to chat let's see what people are saying okay okay so uh canadian jedi said figuring out flight mechanics is what finally opened my mind to logic see that's the thing like people are like you know getting as i said i think it was last episode where i know that the secret to learning logic is to get lost and then figure out why and how you're lost mm. that like and through that process you learn I don't have time to get lost. Like, like that's that's the crux of it. I don't have time to be like, oh, you know what? I'm going to spend the next, like, three play sessions trying to figure out this one node that I put in the wrong place. It's like, okay, well, then I guess I don't get to play any other part of Dreams because I'm going to be stuck on that for God knows how long. But... Um, <laughs> so what, how how was your process, Mason, with Logic? Like, have you had any prior experience in other programs, or was it completely new to you? So, it, was it was it new? Yeah, well, because in Project Spark, it's it was very close to 
how you would code something in like Unreal. Like it was pretty close to that in terms of its depth, how much like nuance you could really get out of it. So using it and then coming to Dreams, I thought it was going to port. I thought that what I learned in all of Project Spark, I was like, it's going to port. That's obvious. Duh, it's probably going to work just like that. And then I was totally thrown by the fact that I was like, no, this has got like nodes and stuff. This looks more like Unreal than even Project Spark did. And I was like, this is totally different. So I had to rewire my brain to even work on logic in Dreams. So I started from scratch in Dreams. And like, I wish I still had like the stuff that was on my first PlayStation 4 that I was using uh, when I first was in uh, using Dreams and its early access. Because if you could just see how bad I was at logic, <laughs> it was it was bad. I was I it was horrible. Like I could not get anything to work. I could barely figure out how an emitter worked. I was like, how does this thing shoot something out? What are you supposed to do with it? Oh wait, oh you can. Oh okay, I need a tutorial. What am I supposed to do? And I just I was losing it. I was like, how, okay, I gotta find tutorials. I gotta okay. They're showing me how. Okay, this is taking too long. I don't want to do this. And I almost gave up. I was like, maybe this is too much for me. And then I said, you know what? Nope, I got to keep pushing because there's not going to be anything else like Dreams coming up anytime soon. And if there is, it's probably going to be something that's closer to Unreal than this. And it's just going to feel almost impossible. I was like, I got to keep sticking it out and keep pushing it and just figure this out. And slowly but surely, through trial and error of constantly failing, uh, I just started to get better at it. Like, even using timelines, I it took a about a year before I even figured out how good timelines really could be in terms of just doing basic logic stuff, such as animating a character to do what it, I've been able to do now. Cause at first I was just taking keyframes and putting them on selectors with a timer attached. <laughs> that was horrible. Um, so it was, it was bad, but now after all this time, of just trial and error and just really wanting to throw a control at the screen and just wanting to just tear apart everything in the room some days. I've gotten to a place where I'm very comfortable to where if I do find a problem, I usually can solve it pretty quickly and then kind of come up with a workaround if there's a mechanic that I want to happen, but there doesn't seem to be a direct line and logic to it. I've kind of found a lot of easy workarounds now, so it's kind of aided my logic process at this point. So yeah, yeah. Logic was not fun at first. I'll say that. <laughs> yeah, it never is. I yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> I, I have nothing to say on logic. I have no right being in this logic conversation at all. I remember when I first got it, I was in early access as well when, when Dreams came out. I thought, right, the first thing you need to figure out is logic because obviously the whole game revolves around game mechanics and everything. So, and I gave it like three days. And after three days, I was like, you know what? I'm done. I'm just going to wait for people to make the logic, and then I'm going to stamp it into my scene and hope that it works. That that was it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just not for me. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so uh, I user profile uh, said, this is amazing, referring to the reel I have of your work being shown currently. Um, I'm going to have to ask you later about how you got that image to show up in on the screen for when he opened the treasure chest because that looked dope and i don't think anybody's yeah. done that but maybe i'm maybe i'm just missing something that looked dope as hell anyway um 
Uh, let me see. We have What's Canadian. Yeah, yeah, indeed, man. A lot more coming your way currently. <laughs> Before we're done with this, Canadian Jedi said I spent the first like two years doing nothing but asset creation. I spent the first year, and then my data corruption uh, erased all of it. So, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. that was bad time. So, I, I feel you there. Entropy Tame said making games is hard enough without imposing artificial limitations on yourself. Responding to me yeah. talking about how I didn't want to use Dreamverse assets and stuff, you are absolutely correct, sir. <laughs> you are absolutely correct, and we learn it more and more each day working on these projects. Like, oh yeah, yeah, like really, yes, we do. Really, dreams opening people's eyes to what it really takes to like push through for one of these projects to create yeah. a game. Like, you know, there's still there's business practices i don't agree with but the actual art of making a game i've never had more respect for yeah. in my life oh yeah 100 percent. um let's see entropy said take every advantage given to you yep yep i'm yep. I'm, I'm, I'm learning it the dream of us is full um rj smith says i do stuff myself but because i'm figuring out what i enjoy most oh yeah experiment yeah. around you yeah, you've got yeah. to find you got to find what's right for you in dreams. I mean, like yeah. there's some people like yeah, Mason, yeah. they can just do everything, you know. But we all can't be Mason, so some of us have to find the one thing that we yeah. like most in dreams and focus on that. <laughs> <laughs> Our minds just don't work that way. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> um, Object O One says, "I suppose it depends on your goals going in, whether you dip into the community creations or not." I'm in the dreams because I enjoy learning all its workflows and capabilities for me it's less purpose driven and more self-indulgent for me the fun is the self-teaching yeah yeah i mean you're a perfect candidate for dreams yeah <laughs> learn all of it yeah. yeah um i said it before but baron thank you for the uh host i appreciate you um let me see here jc hedges said to entropy exactly i utilize the procedural animation system as much as possible and avoid animating unless i actually need to and because of that my animations work in so many more contexts hmm. i was scared of logic until i started playing with plugging the puppet interface outputs into keyframes okay yeah. there's there's no point to making your own third person camera rig because elka acert and tap giles already made great ones uh, yep. You've got the trip. You got the trilogy there. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, let me see. Object 01. I know professional programmers who look at Dreams Logic System and squirm because it's such a different way of expressing code, even to traditional programmers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And uh, the thing is, is yeah. I I know I can get it, and I know that I have way better chance of getting Dreams Logic before I would get any of the other ones. <laughs> like, <laughs> dreams would take me, I feel like, it would take me like a solid three months to truly get to the point where I feel like I have an understanding of it. Because even now, while I talk about how horrible I am, I've made some things work. Because I understand, like, I think in the logic but I can't consistently think within the logic. Like I can't think my way through doing everything. It's like, oh, well, I want to make it that when you hit square, it plays the beep for an answering machine. And then you use the shoulder buttons to control going to the next audio file. Like I can do that stuff. 
But if it's like, hey, I want this character to fly and do all that, it's like, kind of got it. But, you know, the moment you're like, hey, well, what if you make it so it's inverted? I'm out. I don't know how to do any of that. That's You're asking for a whole other bag of words. Like, I, don't, I don't know anything about yeah. making that happen. So... Uh, it is funny though, um, like you know, with the dreams logic, I actually showed a programmer who's been programming all his life, and he absolutely loves coding. Like that's his thing. He just loves having a problem and being able to code his way out of it. He just absolutely loves it. And I showed him the logic in dreams and how that works. I was like, well, what's your opinion on this? So I, I got up one of, um, I believe it was one of Tapjar's tutorials on on how logic works. And I was like, this is how it works in dreams. And like, even though he loves coding, like to an absolute maximum degree he's like this looks just so much more fun he said like coding's great like if you love problem solving but this this is like a game in itself and like just absolutely amazed by the visual side of of the coding with it he's like it's just so engaging and and so cool with all the little chips and adding all the wires and stuff he's like i could literally sit on that for hours and i think he's got dreams now just to play around with the logic so, yeah, <laughs> it's so weird seeing like the two different sides of of, of coding. Oh, yeah. I mean, and and I'm gonna get back to this because I I have two versions of the chat, so I can see what's coming. Even though I'm trying to make it through this list, I'm gonna go into it, but it's gonna be on the point of why I'm so upset that I I don't feel it's getting the coverage that's deserved. So we'll we'll get back to that in All a right. moment. All right. Um, let me see. Uh, object of one, but the funny thing is that it reflects a lot of where the industry is trending content creation via node based workflows, e.g., uh, Houdini's ops, blenders, nodes, graphs, and unreal blueprint. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And I would, and I would, and I would say dreams is teaching them how good. I really yeah, would yeah, because yeah. what they have so far within those systems, it just isn't, it, it, it isn't intuitive. Like I would, like I yeah, said, I will, yeah. I will learn dreams logic before I can learn any of that other stuff. But, but Liam said this looks real polished, nice work. So, oh, one, thank you, thank you, thank you, sir. More up to the Mason. Uh, it annoys me too why these games aren't getting coverage on Kotaku, IGN, etc. Is beyond yeah. me. Uh, I'm gonna hold off just for a minute. <laughs> almost, the, Hulk, the Hulk almost came <laughs> out. Don't, don't rage him too much, guys. Hold on. We've got a whole comment section to get through. Just bear with. Uh, let's see. Object of one. My 10-year-old bounced off dreams real, really quick. That made me sad. This is a kid that oh. sewed a Halloween costume from scratch but didn't click with dreams creation tools. Yeah. Yeah. It's not it, for everybody. It, it's, it's not. You know, it, you either love it. I, th- I think dreams is real Marmite. You either absolutely love it or you're just like, nah, I'm out. See, I feel like it's like Dark Souls. <laughs> and, and, and I don't mean in difficulty. It's everyone okay. says that the secret of a from software game is either you it is it's basically you quit before you learned how to love it. And if you get past that point where you just That's very like, true. If actually, you get yeah. past that point yeah. where you like you you stop being like I can't do it and you get to the oh 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 yeah and so you just you, people don't stick with it long enough to to love it they it's not like forcing them to love it but 
you know, you get to a point where yeah, it clicks. Get and, past that barrier. Yeah, and that's why I keep, yeah. even though I'm mostly sculpting and that's kind of my thing, like I, I often venture off, even though I say I'm not trying to learn other things, I'll, you know, <laughs> do a little thing here. And I'm like, oh, that's how that works. Okay, back to what I was doing. Back to, back to what I'm good at. You know, you, it's easy to you're branch just out. slowly scraping away at the logic side of things then, just yeah. little flakes at a time. Yeah. Absolutely. And it, and that's the thing. Like you give it to someone and they don't know what they're getting into. Like, yeah. you know, it, that's when they need to just go play someone else's game. In yeah. Dreams. That's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, just like play a different inspired. game. There, you know? and, and it's just people who don't do that. They're like, I'm going to make an RPG. And it's like, okay, I, I, I'm behind yeah. you. I, I, I do you baby. <laughs> However, do you really want to go that big for yeah. your first project? And, and I had to learn it. You know, I had so yeah. many things and uh, data corruption. Anyway, the, um, yeah. let's see. Uh, Egypt crane Two. just call you Egypt. Egypt says endless million, endless millionaire is the project I've been working on for the last year and would appreciate an evaluation of my combat system or some feedback. All you got to yeah. do is go to Twitter yeah. Go to Twitter, put up a little some pictures of your work or a video of what you're working on, and say, "Does anybody feel like doing, you know, some playtesting?" I'm sure you'll hear something back. Hashtag Made in Dreams or Dreams PS4, PS5. You'll get somebody to come through there and take a look at it. Probably, you could probably just ask Tap. Ask Tap, he'll do it. <laughs> yeah, Tap, Tap is always on hand. Always, yeah. guy's a legend. Uh, OG the Enigma. Oh, still love that, that name. You still love that name. <laughs> I love that name. I knew, I knew when you said it, I was going to say, yeah, he's going to say he loves it. <laughs> uh, let's see. JC Edges. It's still worth it if you want complete control over how the gameplay and con uh, and controls work. Uh, I've just released a dream tonight with a custom third-person camera rig, and no pre-made ones would have been suitable for what I was trying to achieve. I I get what I get what you're saying, OG. But I I I thought, or maybe I'm wrong, and it it's, wouldn't be the first time. Um, yes, it would. We all know it, it would be the first time. No, I'm just like <laughs> they. Um, I I think more so what it is is like you can use someone else's, but that'll be a gateway to you figuring out what you need for your own. Is I th yeah, I, I think yeah. was more the the angle it was in, but yeah, definitely because like Mason said, like. You know, that is the one part of using the Dreamiverse when you're like, I want a tree that looks like what I have in my brain. And and you're seeing all types of trees. And it's like, none of these match. Like, none of these match. And it's just like, you know, and then you and it's like, yo, I'm about to figure out how to do it myself. And then you go cry on yourself for a little bit, get soggy. And then you wipe that off and you get on the sticks and you try to make it yourself. But yeah, the learning part. Um, dreams logic gives you or object. one says dreams. Logic gives you such a tight feedback loop. Traditional programming usually entails a really long code, something wait for a build. Hope you don't have any errors. See the result. Hope you don't crash rinse and repeat. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> absolutely. That is, yeah, that, absolutely. that sounds like that comes from a lot of experience. <laughs> yes. Experience and oh, high man. blood pressure. That's what that sounds like. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> but, yeah, it's, it, you yeah. know, just, just to say my last little piece on 
the whole how these, you know, gaming news outlets and, and you know, spokespeople for the industry just aren't, they're, they're missing it. And I don't know, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's when you see something and you're like, it's your job. Like, how are you missing this? It's your job. And, it, you know, yeah. I, I know, it, see, it, when I get really upset, oh, JC Hedges, thank, thank you for coming through, man. I appreciate you. Um, like, you can tell when I'm getting upset, like, with anything, just anything I'm giving my attention to, if I take the time to actually write something about it. Like, that's when you can tell, like, you know, my brother makes fun of me because I used to watch boxing. And it was a boxer named Miguel Cotto who switched up his whole who switched up his whole fighting style and became less of a like inside inside tactician brawler to like an outside, you know, boxing from afar, pitter patting you and stuff. And he just kept losing. And I was just like, I it, I, I get sometimes you listen to the wrong people, but it's like, you know, you yeah. saw what was working. You lost once and thought it didn't work anymore. Like you couldn't. It's it, same thing. Anyway, the point is I went to his Facebook. Wow, <laughs> I never, okay. I never. Facebook of all I, things. Uh, like, yeah, this, this was, this was years. No, but this was years ago now. This was years ago. But you know, I'm mad if you see me at someone in particular. Like if you see, if I'm like, Kodo, what are you doing? I don't know if you're going to see this. My brother still makes fun of me to this day because he, he was, he'll just be like, uh-oh, Will's headed to the Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like I honestly have, I've sent messages on the back channels and the front channels to IGN. Just be like, guys, Damn. how are y'all missing this? I don't get it. Like, it's so weird to me. Anyway, I don't want to go too far off into it, but it's like you're literally missing the most exciting thing to happen in gaming yeah. ever. Like, ever. And it's just so weird. Like, and this isn't even some like, oh, I run a Made in Dreams podcast, so I'm obviously a fanboy. I'm like, no, I'm the most critical person you will find on a game. I'm the most critical person in gaming. Like when it, I don't, don't get me started on destiny. Don't get me started on anything that people love. No one mentioned destiny. He has a real thing about destiny. Don't don't get me started. If if, if, (laughs) just realized I've never followed. Hey, it's good to have you. OGD. Enigma. I love the name. I love the name. Anyway. So, (laughs) but yeah, like I have, I'm one of those dudes where it's just like, it's not always as serious as I make it sound, but I'm yeah. hypercritical of a lot of stuff. It's why, like, I'll buy a game system, and before PlayStation 4, I think every game system I ever owned, I never made it above maybe five games owned on that system. Wow. because it Because I just wouldn't, like... I would, you know, my friends would play stuff and I'd watch them play stuff and I maybe play it if I'm over at their place. But for me, it was just like, if something isn't basically like reinventing the wheel, if something is, yeah. if, if something's becoming tired and old, like first person shooters, if, if something's <laughs> like, if, or horror games, if, if, if something's just not yeah. evolving, even though our technology yeah. is like super evolving, it makes me a little hot. Okay. I, I get a little mad when I see like the carbon copies going on. 
So yeah. don't you be like that intra attack out. Don't you be like that. You know, <laughs> you're doing you're doing great work. Okay, you're doing great work. Yeah. So really, really don't like I told you. Don't listen to me. Like <laughs> I'm just saying, this is one of those things where it's like. I get really hypercritical about a lot of stuff within yeah. gaming because I care about it as an art form. And then I go at people like, I, you know, if something that where it's like this, whether you, if you're going to be talking about, you know, if they're going to pull out some puzzle game or be have like a, and I don't care if you put dreams as an indie game, put it somewhere, like talk yeah. about something. Do, IGN. Do you want me to do this and put your branding on it? Is that what you need? Is that what you need? I'll do it. I'll do it. You ain't even got to hire me. Just, just, so I'll create the content for you. Just, it, I just don't get it. Hey, let, let me, you know, I'm falling behind chat again. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. I get, I get worked up. He I does. Get, <laughs> I get worked up. I'm sorry. It's all right. It's all right. Just, I really uh, do feel like if they would just give it the time yeah, due. It, I, I, I think it will though. Like, it will get its yeah. heyday. It yeah. will have its heyday. Like, you just gotta be patient. I think there is a whole plan, and I think that it's intentional from Media Molecule's perspective as well. That like, you know, why it's not in the limelight as much as it should be. Although we are biased in that regard, but still, it deserves the attention that it should have. But I think even like I said, Media Molecule has a whole plan for how they intend you know, to get it in the limelight, and it's all down to the player side. You know, right now, everything's about creation, get all the content on there, get the creators happy, get their games out, and then we yeah. can market to the players, get IGN on, get GameSpot, Kotaku, and just get them all to do these reviews that, you know, it Dreams has evolved now since its initial release, what it was like then to how it is now. Like, all that stuff is going to happen. It just takes time. Yeah, and it's it's funny that you said that because I was thinking that same thing uh, for a while. Like I've always told my cousin this a number of times, but he was like, "Man, it's just like there's not a lot of publicity about you know dreams, but you're really working hard on that stuff." And I was like, "Well, the reason I do is because I hope that games like mine or even like small little titles that I hope that she expands on." Um, I, I always forget what her name is in the Dreamiverse, but she posted like a really cool. I think it was the uh, Dream of the Week or whatever. Um, it's like a very flat color palette style. Um, it was like a little game on it, like with a bird on an island. Um, oh, but yes. yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I, I've got yeah. that. Yeah. Like very nice. That's like all of these cool, like different creations or like even the, uh, fan-made avatar project by Elka, like those sorts of things when they're finished and polished, or even if there's like a, a really good polished version of it, like with even a, a like a five to six hours worth of gameplay of those things out and there's enough of that in the dreamerverse and enough creators have gotten a hold of it and gotten their visions at least curtailed as best as possible then when they start to do more marketing they can safely use like cool imagery for trailers for dreams and say hey look at this game look yeah, at this game exactly and then exactly. they'll say all of this is available for however much money they're charging at that time and they say all of these games, all of these crazy experiences, all of these indie titles of varying designs, whether it be a first-person shooter that looks beautiful or this cool RPG that looks super stylized or this very flat puzzler. Like all of these different games and amazing polished works are available to you when you purchase Dreams. And it's like, oh, wow, awesome, you know? So I feel like as it stands right now, 
yeah, we're in a spot where it does feel like there's nobody who cares about dreams. And I do feel like to some degrees, because again, at first they saw that there was like cool titles, but there was nothing polished yet. And now that things are getting more and more polished and people are getting more and more adjusted to dreams and the logic and creating their visions and making those things come to life. I think give it another like two years. Yeah. And I, I really think it'd be good. I mean, just look like we're, we're just going to about to get this new update to, to dream shaping. Like they're still yeah. refining the tools for the creators to use. And by getting the creators feedback on how the tools need to change and adapt so that they can make the most yeah. out of them. Like, you know, now we're getting this other huge update that's going to completely change the way that, you know, these people like yeah. yourself are creating in dreams. Like yeah. you can clearly see that creation is the primary focus right now. And rightly so, because dreams doesn't work without games on it to play. And not just yeah. games, like, you know, films and music and artwork, you know, it yeah. needs all of this content in order to appeal to players. So, you know, yeah, I, I reckon they're at the same time, but another two years, I, re I think yeah. they really want to really nail down the creation side and get their, their community of creators as happy as possible with the tool set that they have. And then once all of this stuff comes out, then they'll just push it out to the players. Yeah. And also one other thing too, when you mentioned things other than games, a crazy good creation that like obviously everybody in the dreamverse knows of but i've been talking about it to people who don't even care for games or dreams at all uh naguchi's bell absolutely beautiful stunning yeah. animation it's like, stunning work like cyber sheep that is like whenever i think of animating my characters and stuff like obviously it's different for animating something that's just visual and not something you're going to actually control but I look at a lot of their stuff and I say, I want my animations to be that smooth. I want it to feel that crisp and clean when you do something in the game. I want, and hopefully, to be honest, I would love to do my own cutscenes, but I would prefer to have somebody like Cyber Sheep just say, hey, here's my models. Here's the story. Here's the script that I would need you to recite and just have at it. Come up with something beautiful for this storyboard I have and you guys handle that because I already know right now cutscenes are going to be like like my Achilles heel. Like I can animate well, but I have no clue how to make a large scale Yeah, you see I disagree yeah. because your animation style is really really tight. Like you've you've got it down. Like the animation for the combat and stuff on your characters is is really well done. So I think if you really sat down and just focused on cutscenes, I reckon you you'd master. I mean, you've mastered everything else in Dreams. So you might as well do cutscenes as well. I mean, come on. Like, you know, you do everything. Yeah, I mean, so. I, I guess it's just, I don't know. Every time I look at, like, their work and I'm like, man, I'm like, I, I wish I could get it to that. I probably could. I mean, if I pushed, like, hard enough, but I don't know. Yeah, it's just... I mean, you also like, have to remember, like, they're, they're what, like a 15-member team and you're, you're solo, so keep your expectations <laughs> in line with what you can do. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you, you can do it. I have full, I have, I have full faith that you'll be able to make beautiful cutscenes. You've done everything else so far, so go the whole nine yards and just do it. And well, thank you for the confidence. I appreciate it. Yeah. Then I, I want to go to uh, Inch Attack Out. Uh, said, uh, I always just wonder what MM's plan is. They must have some vision of what they want to do. Everything that we've yeah. we bring up, that's their plan. 
Like that's, I mean, we've, we've been batting pretty well for like the last year and a half of this show. Yeah. Like every, every, yeah. Like, I mean, hell the last month, what have we been talking about? Like how to actually help creators and how it would be cool to do templates and have templates that people can start out from to help people too. And then on the, on the, on the stream just a few days ago, they showed this update and lo and behold templates when we were yeah. talking about yeah. like what the next step for them was going to be and we were like yo they're going to do something like netflix where they have media molecule originals and what did they do they came out and now we got all this stuff like trend and all this other we're bad in a thousand all the stuff that we yeah. and when i say we i don't mean us on the show i mean what we yeah. have spoken about us the chat the community all the stuff we've talked about it's in their trello somewhere or it's going to be. And that's the thing is, is you know, they they they're constantly checking Twitter. Like you know, they're so engaged with their community. Yeah. And if we keep saying something that we want, they're gonna add it. Like they're gonna add it to their plan. I mean, I can imagine their plan is huge. Like there's there's so many things that they want to do with Dreams. But like if the community is constantly talking about a feature that they would love and it's feasible for them to do, they're gonna do it. Because th that's yeah. just the kind of developers that they are. They are so community-driven, and the game that they have made, that is Dreams, is purely community-driven. Not, not according, not according to the yeah. video game awards. No, I'm just... <laughs> oh, don't go there. <laughs> let me stop. Let me stop. I'm sorry, guys. I'm salty. I'm salty. I told you. I warned you beforehand. <laughs> uh, but Object One says, "Serious question: Do you think IGN and others see their audiences as creatives who'd appreciate Dreams?" I imagine they feel like their audience expectations wouldn't be met by the games you find in Dreams, i.e. anything short of AAA or super polished indie. What I want to say about that is, is why I tell people, like, when you hear me say things like, I hate first-person shooters, I don't hate them. I don't hate, well, I don't play horror games, but I don't hate horror games. Where the innovation within those games is going to happen that would make me interested in those genres again happen in dreams. They're not going to come from Activision. They're not yeah. going to come from these big studios who are locked into, okay, if I cookie cut this game, we can count on, you know, 40 million sales in the first year. They're not going to do that stuff. I understand how it all works. It's just, you know, so when I say stuff like, oh, first-person shooters, pew, pew. Like, when I say stuff like that, I'm not talking about anything that anyone's trying to create to reinvent the game, to reinvent the FPS, to bring something new to it. Those are the things that are lacking that are making me say what I'm saying. So don't, don't, don't take it too far, because I said I hated horror games one time, and someone said that they felt attacked. Because... Yeah, because they make horror games and they were on the show. But it's it's just one horror. I don't play games for horror. Yeah. Like I play games to relax and I am the least competitive person you'll ever meet. I don't believe in competition. I think it's a level of control, like the Matrix. Anyway, the point is, is that wow, yeah, that's all yeah, of the discussion right there. Yeah, let's just, just pack that. Yeah, we're just gonna throw that away because y'all don't want to get me started on that. But yeah, it's like I think to answer your question, it's what it feels like to me is that they're waiting, like like a like a 
like a content creator. They're like a, a, you know, a normal content creator. It's like they're waiting for, for that thing to catch on instead of being the outlet that they are, which is the biggest news outlet in gaming ever, and actually creating the trend. It's like they're waiting to, to grab onto the coattails when they should be the ones setting the trend. Because, I mean, you catch it every now and again. You'll have someone like, uh, uh, what's his name? Dornbush. Uh, Jonathan Dornbush, Jonathan Dornbush yeah. who I, I, I like a lot. But he often will mention, just in passing, real quick, they'll be like, yeah, we have that person that plays Dreams in the office. Like, you won't stop talking about it. <laughs> well, you do a weekly PlayStation podcast. How about you bring that guy onto the podcast? Like, apparently this dude just has spent hundreds of hours doing nothing but making gun models or something. And he's in IGN. And it's, I wonder. I wonder too, because I've wondered yeah, the exact no, thing. Bill, Bill has tried <laughs> a very long time to find this guy. <laughs> and I'm just like, yo, I, and that was in my message. I was like, yo, in episode number blah, blah, blah of the Beyond podcast, jo- Dornbush brought up someone in your offices. I want to speak to that guy. Like, I'm, I'm, trying, <laughs> I'm trying to track people down, guys. I'm telling you, I do a lot. On the back end over here. I'm not just sitting here until the next week episode comes. But, yeah, I do feel like it's not that they don't trust their audience who are gamers and not creatives. I feel like they, it feels like they're waiting for someone else to tell them it's cool to look at it. When they're the people in the position who should be telling others what's cool to look at. It's so weird to me. So well, I think I think that yeah, I, I think that's purely down to who they are as a company though. They are trend followers. It's what they do. I mean that that's it. I mean they're you know, not I've seen they, they set the trend. They really no, are. they I, set no, the trend. I have I have seen IGN rate a game, give it a rating, then it trends badly that the game is bad and then IGN changes their rating to fit the trend. They are that's trend tra- they, 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 that's what they do. But yeah, but you just said it. They created the trend. They created the negative press. So if they decided not to, why do you think no, these it, people pay no, them to change their to, to change their game scores? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, I see what you're saying. Because I, like I, you people gotta... Go ahead. Go ahead. You guys are kind of, I guess, on like two sides of the same coin almost. It's like because IGN has a huge amount of influence. So by them uh, having that much influence, if they say a game is bad, then other people who would have picked up the game, like, well, maybe if IGN says it's bad, maybe we're not going to pick it up. But at the same time, like there are other critics and things that IGN will follow and say, well, these critics are saying it's horrible. So we need to switch ours to say that it's horrible too. So we don't look like we're going on board with a horrible game. So like, I guess it's kind of both to where they'll follow the trends of other major like figureheads in the uh, gaming industry. But at the same time, they are setting a bit of the tone and pace because they are huge. So when they say something's bad, where the other ones may not get as much traction in the public sphere, IGN will. So if yeah. they say that something's horrible, everybody's going to be like, well, IGN gave it like a one. So it's like, oh, well, well shoot, I, that game must that be horrible. Also, it also comes down to whether or not you trust these people as well. I mean, I know yeah. we're getting on the whole of a yeah. topic, but like, I don't believe anything 
IGN says. Like, they have rated some games <laughs> and, and bashed on them and called them terrible and don't play it. It's a two. It was horrible. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to play it for myself and see how bad this actually is. And like, yeah. I would rate it like an eight. Like, this is ridiculous. Who, who is reviewing these games? I mean, they are just so people. Badly? They are just people. So that's yeah. why I don't listen to reviews, period. Because Lord knows there might be a really good movie that's a period piece about some you know stuffy wig wearing white people and and i'm like the production quality is fantastic however this movie makes me die inside and i'm not the person to review that movie which is when i talk about movie reviews all the time everything's not for everyone so you have to take that into consideration whenever you're watching and it's it's and for those who are you may be a little triggered right now. Let me just say, when I say that, I mean there's a joke that's been running along my family for a long time. And I mean my wife and her parents who are really European-oriented but American. And I always talk about how shows with big hats and wigs <laughs> make me upset. And so it, that's part of a Wait, long-running what? joke. Okay. No, because like it, watching stuff like Downton Abbey, like I tried oh, to, wa- I tried oh, to, wa- I tried to watch that once. Why? And, Why? Uh, because, but beca- because, what do I say? If you're gonna talk about something, you have to actually oh, watch bro. it. I'm not like these people that are just like, Twilight sucks. Why? Because it sucks. No, it sucks for a myriad of other reasons. But I'm gonna actually watch so that I know what those reasons are. Well, the thing is, is that whole, that whole better than thou attitude of the whole aristocracy and like and, and money all that stuff like that came to america as well it bothers me like it bothers me in a real deep-seated way and so a lot of things having to deal with that like you know when you're looking down on someone because of their position within the it, like that just really irks me so if there's a show about that maybe i shouldn't be the guy that, that you're like, yo, is the show good? I'm like, yo, he was just raging and flipping chairs the whole time it was on. Like, I'm not the guy to ask about that one. That's all I'm saying. So when you see a review from IGN, you know, understand that the person who they got to play the game, they might they might have just been in crunch time and they had to give it to someone who originally turned it down. was like, no, I don't want to review that. And it's like, yo, we got to get this out in three days. You better play this damn game. Like, you never know what you're running across. They might hate first-person shooters and be asked to play a first-person shooter. You know, yeah. don't put, don't, don't ask me. That's all. <laughs> don't ask me. <laughs> don't ask me to look at Apex Legends or Fortnite. Can, can you yeah, imagine? Or, even giving, though it's not first-person, but yeah. Can you imagine giving you a first-person shooting horror game? to review that would be absolutely hilarious you wouldn't have to worry about the review because i'd be sitting up in here with the controller hanging out of my hand having a heart attack that's that's just easy peasy like that uh resident evil uh village oh yeah resident evil was the first game that i was like the very first one where i was like i was like yo i want i want to play that joint that joint looks so dope it looks so fresh it's new in the gaming industry we're doing it i had broken my ankle so I was laid up in the bed all day by myself while like it, it, and like my parents would work until night. So I'm laying in the bed by myself. My mom comes in halfway through the day. was like, I got you resident evil. And I'm like, ah, oh, thanks mom. I love you. And then I turned that game on. My mom left. 
It got dark outside. I turned the game on. When that first, the iconic first zombie turned around, you know, after you walk into the room, the zombie turned around, I turned it off that day. I haven't touched it since. That's years ago. I was just like, that's not for me. (laughs) I'm in here alone. I'm hurt. I don't need to be looking. I don't need to be looking at the corners of my of my uh, closet real weird. Like, is anything in there? Like, you know, I was just like, no, I'm done. That's it. I'm good. And I enjoy watching my friends play. But I'm not playing today. I'll be up in there having a heart attack. I'm sorry. You see, I'm exactly the same. I find it weird. I can easily watch someone play a horror game. But I just I can't play it myself. Like being in control uh, of of just walking through like this really narrow corridor, and I know there's something behind that door when I have to open it. Like I just can't do it. But I can easily watch someone else play it. So yeah, I like play many horror games. Yeah, the Willow the Bob or Willow Bob on on Twitch now says I feel as if IGN is money motivated and will keep overlooking us for a while. But all of us, we keep improving. Who knows what's possible? Anything's possible, baby. They, they will ignore yeah. for a while. I mean, there will come a time, as, as Jamie says, where they won't be able to anymore. But I'm saying for what the game offered fresh out the box, it should have had more press coverage from day one. Yeah, I know sure. they're going to make a push and all this stuff and the future is bright and you know, it smells of roses. But, you know, it, it's just it, it, all the time that I'm like, you know, people just coming in and growing with the community. There's so many people who need not just dreams, but the community that is yeah. dreams within gaming right now. Because, you know, they never talk about us unless some game had done something horrible. Whenever we do, you know, charity drives or something like that, you can't get anybody to write about it. But, you know, it's like this community is like it. It's what makes me stay. Like, I mean, not that I'm running for the hills or anything, but it's just like the community and everything I've experienced within it so far, like it's something I've never experienced in gaming before. Like, and, and, and that is a special thing that should be in the game awards on that, on that Gundam genre. But we, we, I, I'm I'm sorry. I'm beyond salt, baby. I'm beyond salt. (laughs) I'm dead sea salt right now. Yes. I'm dead sea salt right now. I ain't got I ain't got oh, time for boy. it. Like but anyway, anyway. Um Object says, I mean, there's a case to be made that IGN's audience are gamers in quotes, and gamers are different audience than game makers or even enthusiasts and people who are passionate about games. It's on a game system. That's all I'm gonna say. It's on a game system, and it's a game, it's a game that has games. So it doesn't matter if you're a gamer in quotes or a game enthusiast or a game maker. There's stuff for you to play. Don't you want to play stuff? I, th- I thought that's what we did. So I, I get what you're saying, Object. But it's just like, yeah, but like you could literally just say, hey, I failed at making a game in dreams. But you know what I did find? And there's just a ton yeah. of things you could be said, like people making whole albums, people making whole yeah. albums, whole art galleries, like music, just the mastery of logic itself. And then the stuff that, you know, could be considered abstract art, which is some people's logic that literally gives me anxiety. It makes me want to vomit and it works. 
It works and it's better than anything I could do, but it gives me anxiety. I got hot. I got cold sweats when I looked at somebody's logic recently. It was just like, oh, like it, it, it did something to me. So, but it works and it's better than what I could do. Love you forever. That's all. That's all I'm saying. So, yeah. Okay. I don't have much more to get through here. Um, uh, let me see. My lordy, I've heard of Noguchi's Bell. Lol. <laughs> he also said yeah. that this looks really good, or so good, to to use his actual words. So, well, thank you, sir. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, I feel like the media tends to cover the things that have a critical mass of fans. What has the most fans in the Dreamiverse? That's what I'm saying. The the most fans, like the thing that should have the most fans in the Dreamiverse, is Dreams. Period. Just the the creation tool, quote unquote, game of dreams should be taunted as one of the greatest achievements ever in a console yeah. and in gaming. Period. I mean, and the, I, I totally you, agree you, with you, but let, let's, let's don't get put, don't get bopped in the lips. That's all I'm gonna say. You sound <laughs> you sound like you're about to come in another way at me, and I'll appreciate it. Don't get no, bopped no, in no. the lips. No, no, I completely agree with you, but let's not forget that Dreams has been recognized. I mean, look at the amount of awards that Media Molecule have won for Dreams for innovation and, and yeah. you know greatest achievement and stuff. They have been oh. recognized by the industry in that regard. It needs more. Yes, it's, I agree. With you, I would say I would say it's the I would say they've been recognized, but not in the mainstream industry. And unfortunately, that's where that's you get, that's, that's, that's where yeah. you, that's yeah. where you get most of your return. <laughs> it's the mainstream industry. Yeah. And so I, I'm, like I said, I know it'll come. I know it will come because what people are creating within dreams, while they should be getting recognized for it now, they will eventually, as I always tell people, don't be worried about how many likes or thumbs up you get right now. It's all about the what you'll have at the end of the life cycle. You never know. It could take five years, and all of a sudden, somebody's clicking the hell out of your like button. You don't know where it's going to go. If you're, if you're familiar with, with YouTube and how that works, I'm telling you, you, yeah. you get zero views for eight months, and then you come back in five years and notice your thing has 10,000 views. You don't know how it's going to go. So don't get discouraged by it, by it. I'm just saying it's a little off that, you know, it's just it deserves yeah. more recognition now. And the people who are getting discouraged because they don't have the people there to get said recognition has, I yeah. believe, has driven more people away from dreams than dreams. So yeah. that's the part how it cascades okay. down and becomes a bigger issue to me. So, you know, but back to this and chat. Or go ahead, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Yeah, and yeah, I was thinking one interesting thing too that I was again I was talking to one of my cousins about because uh, again he's kind of on the train of like, well, is it really going to ever get there? Is it going to get to that point? And I'm like, well, you have to again give everybody creators like myself and all of us time because I painted a picture for him. I said, just imagine if you were like watching like an E3 or something, and then they show like a clip. It's like a trailer, and you're like, what game is this? Okay. It's E for everyone or whatever. And he's like, what game is this? And then you see one of, and we as the dreamers, we know that's a dreams game. That's a dreams game for sure. But people in the mass don't have no clue what this game is. And they say, man, that looks good. Oh, that looks fun. I'd love to play that. And then instead of at the end giving just the name of the game and then what uh, platforms it's released on, you see it's dreams as its actual game. 
And then they're like, wait, that's made in that Dreams game? Yo, I got to get on that. And then you see all of a sudden they cut and start showing more other titles in the Dreams. So they show something maybe from like Elka. They show some, well, I mean, they can't really show that, I guess, because it's Avatar, but they show like stuff from people like Bad Robo. Like he would be a great, like a lot of his work would be a great way to start off like a trailer for Dreams to where you see his beautiful like rock textures and stuff where they look ridiculously photorealistic. And you're like, what game is this? And all of a sudden you realize it's dreams. And it's like that sort of creation and the amount of stuff that's in dreams. And once we get to a place where they're actually putting this thing in full steam, really like trying to push trailers for different content in dreams, I really think it'll be, it'll floor people. The moment they actually get to see a lot of these, the content in dreams and actually get that moment of saying that I thought that was like literally a triple A title from some other studio or an indie game from a separate studio. I didn't think that was one guy or a team of five working on some crazy little game in dreams. I didn't expect that. And I think that shock and awe factor would be enough to like, just push people over the edge to say, I need to get on there. I need to play that. And if I don't play anything, I'm going to start creating on it. So I think, honestly, I, I think we're getting there. I think we'll get yeah. to that place eventually. And I, even when the, if the numbers get dismal, I just hope that people kind of stay on board and keep working on their projects and don't feel like, oh, well, there's no point because I'm not seeing a whole bunch of clicks and likes. And I'm like, well, give it that time. Trust me. Like, you'll be amazed that if you keep pushing it and working hard and honing your craft, that the reward will be great on the other end when people actually get to see that hard work and then the masses get to see it and they all start to hop on board with it. So I told me, just give it time. Like I told my cousin when I painted that picture for him, he was like, that makes a lot of sense because your game looks nice. So, I mean, yeah, he was like, if you just get the content out there, I was like, yeah, but again, I'm working on that portion. I'm trying, but yeah. Yeah, I'm looking mean, at I, the, the back. I end. agree with you on that. Like, especially like with the whole trailer thing of of doing like a compilation of all the big games in Dreams, and then ending it with "This is all made in Dreams." Like that would totally work, one hundred percent. But as you was talking about that, I was thinking it. This is true, but at the same time, it's a timing issue. Like this has yeah, to be yeah. done at the precise moment. If you if you shoot the gun too early, I disagree. It's not. It's it's not going to work because yeah. we, in my opinion, like you know, for the casual average gamer, right? Like you know, the average the average casual gamer has a level of expectancy of what they think a game should be. Like it needs to be polished. Yeah. It needs to be a full game, not just like a demo or a proof of concept. They just want to be able to log on and have a collection of fully fledged games to play. So yeah. you know. They could easily do that now. They could make that trailer. There's enough content, premium content on Dreams to, to advertise the whole, this is Maiden Dreams, go get it, go play it now. But I think they would easily, and by they, I mean the casual player. Like, you know, I think they're going to easily oh, yeah. run out of stuff to play because for one, I as much as the Dreamiverse has got so much better in regards to its curation, there is still plenty of room for improvement, for one. Yeah. But two, I personally don't think for the for the casual person there is not enough fully fledged finished games in dreams to keep their interest up so doing yeah. it now you'd get a huge influx 
in players coming onto the platform because of the marketing that they would do for it for the players. But I think they would easily run out of stuff to look for and then it would just drop back down again. So yeah. I think the timing has to be see, just spot on. I one hundred percent. See, my thing is is I I disagree. Um, I knew you would. I knew you would. It's but it's <laughs> it's no, but but I don't. I but I don't. Hear but I don't disagree completely. I I think that is the way to go normally when your game gets one shot to make it big, which if we're talking about trends, that's that's not the new that's not the trend because most games are released broken AF now. And they all have to basically be relaunched in Very a year. True. And and then they they make the story of how it came back to life, how they fixed it. It's an accomplishment that these game developers who care about the people, like all that shit, you know, whatever. Like, that's the thing. Dreams is something that because it keeps giving at all times, you can find stuff I, I don't think you'd run out of stuff. Do I think you'd be playing completely finished games constantly? No. But I do think you'd be playing things that, once again, will bring you into the community. And once you taste the community, which is part of the game, you're not leaving. You're just not. That's it, it's it's You can sell more than just highly polished finished things. And, and like I said, one of the things almost every single person who we've had on this show always says is that the community was the shock to them. Yeah. Like, you know, it wasn't just coming in and being like, oh, I want to I create stuff. Even those people that came in just to create, like me. I didn't come in to play anybody's yeah. game. I came in <laughs> to do, I didn't. I've said it many times. I came in because yeah. for me, it was the way for me to make a short film in with with without needing all of the money that I needed to have to do it in real life. That's my whole purpose for coming to Dreams. I'm still here. And I'm making after losing an entire film to a data corruption, I'm still here. Because the community is something I've always wanted to see in gaming, be a part of in gaming. So it, it comes down to more than just finished, polished products, to, like projects to yeah, me. Yeah, no, I, and, I agree. And, you know, you have things like Slice, and I always bring up Slice, but Slice is one of those games where it's like, yeah. I'm sorry, but you play that game, you could, you could be like, yo, I, I think the controls could be tightened up a bit. Yeah, you know what? It's still enjoyable, and if... if what it is right now was available on on mobile. You'd pay a you'd pay money for it. I oh, mean, yeah. it, it's just I don't I don't think it's a all it's all a timing thing anymore, especially in gaming. Like you don't have to have your full cannon loaded in the, for the one push because if so, the reason people call dreams. Like, you know, you go to certain comment boards and they're like, dreams flopped. You know why? Because they believe that the one moment you have to really get your sales and to get your footing in gaming is on your release day. And that's not the truth anymore. It's just not. For many people, it's for more horrible reasons. 
it's for bad business practices and all that stuff, yeah. which I'm trying not to get into because, like I said, I I'm end up on Twitter. <laughs> Dear head of blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I know you don't know who I am. However, <laughs> you know, it's just that's the thing. So I don't believe in that one shot and it's all timing. So but I agree. It helps to have those things. And when they do make that E3 presentation, which I do feel is going to come again, it's, you know, and they're like, look at all this stuff on dreams. Yeah. But you don't know how many people don't know about your thing and aren't in your game making what's going to be in that presentation because they literally just don't know. Just like if you ask, uh, I think I can't remember who it was, but I think it was, I think it was Michael Jordan. But he was like the greatest basketball player is never going to play in the NBA and is and somewhere dribbling on a court in the project somewhere. Like, it's just you need to yeah. have the people exposed to it. And that'll bring in people who are, I can't remember his name, but like the one dude who's using dreams to do like the cellular breakdown of how the brain and synapses fire and all this. I'm like, what? <laughs> That's oh, like, yeah, yeah, it's like that's amazing. So when you get people from not just gamers, but you show what the tools can do, and everybody knows about them, there's you don't need a, a all in one shot. But guys, this is really getting bad because I think Chad is only getting much longer, and I'm not making my way through it. Uh, gun. Uh, let me see here. I might skip a few now. I hope I don't skip anything that anyone really wanted me to read. If so, just yeah. Um, uh, I don't, RJ says, I don't play for horror or control throwing difficulty. <laughs> All right. And let me see. Gun models aren't interesting though. Hey, anybody who cares enough about something can make you care about it too. That's, that's you may not, you may not think you care, but after hearing them talk about it, you might care a little bit more. I don't care about guns, but if he spent since the inception of dreams, just making guns. I'll see what yeah. he does. Like what's his bolt action That's look like? <laughs> you know, uh, he's ain't nobody want to hear about asset creation. I do. I do. This is the same. That's the only, that's the only thing I had that was, that bothered me about the ghostbusters thing is that they showed the people playing the game, which helps ghostbusters but i would have liked to have seen video of the people making it just yeah, because i think and, that yeah. that and would you know intrigue what, more people me, you than... know what gripes me even more with that is the fact is the fact that <laughs> the whole partnership was between sony and sony like it was sony pictures and sony <laughs> game developer so they had all the control they could have easily done a segment like where they actually brung the creators, if they were UK based, that is, like they could have brung the creators that made that game into meet the cast of the show and say like, yeah, we just we just made this media molecule, wanted to make it. And, you know, we've been using dreams or whatever. They had so much potential for that advert because it was a yeah. Sony collaboration with another part of Sony. Like they had all the cards in their hands. It wasn't like they was messing around with another film studio that was like, no, we just want you to focus on the film and this is what we're paying you for. Like it, it was in, in house. And it was like, the ad was like all of 15 seconds. It was like, 
when it showed up, I was like, oh, great, a new Dreams ad. This is fantastic. Like, oh, yeah, they're doing the thing. And they showed the game for, like, literally three seconds. Like, no kidding. It, it's three seconds on screen. And it's just like, that's it? That That's all we get? Yeah. For a Sony cross-Sony collaboration, that's, that's all we get? It's just, oh, it's just... It, it's a big missed opportunity. <sighs> yeah. 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 So... That one really gripes me. Uh, let me see. Object. What we need is a media outlet that focuses on cool things people are doing in games. Object. Uh, million dollar idea. I'm not sure what the million dollar idea, but oh, oh, that's what you're saying is the million dollar idea. Yeah, I mean, I I would say that's IGN's job. That's what they're supposed to be doing. <laughs> but, however, uh, Entropy Tame. This is why I'm not on IGN, by the way, because, <laughs> because no one could control what comes out of my mouth. Too opinionated. Yeah. Be like, you know what, guys? Sometimes it's hard to work here because I just... <laughs> just, just off the hinges immediately. Uh, Entropy. The reason Dreams hasn't blown up is simple. The big names aren't there and competition is fierce. I say that as the biggest fan, but there hasn't been that breakout hit. I mean, the, I, 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 oh, Dave, right, you, right, you've stopped by entropy. No, 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 because I respect entropy. Entropy, entropy knows what he's talking about. <laughs> it's just, I feel like, I feel like, the big games aren't there, but. That it, it goes back into the same argument I just made with you two, uh, as far as like the one big go. Like I just don't feel like there has to be like the biggest hits. People need to know what exists. Like it it doesn't have to be the greatest game ever made by someone who picked up game development two months ago. It could it could literally be something that's just like uh, I mean, um, oh god, Burger uh, was it Burger Fan? Who just put out Mr. Mustache? Oh, yeah, that thing. Yeah. Like, I don't think, I don't think it was, it, was it Burger Van that made that? Was it Burger Van or was it? I don't, I don't think it was. I, I mean, I might it, be wrong, but I, I don't think it was. Somebody, it? somebody type so I can see the bottom of, of, of chat on my other screen. Because I, be, I, I believe it was. Or either way. Anyway, uh-huh. that, just seeing that. And how smooth that runs. And that as like a one map. Yeah, it was Burger Van. Yeah, I told you. Anyway, just seeing that one level being and people being able to speed run that level. That's enough. Like that to me is enough where it's like, oh, this guy's still working on that. Is he going to release it like a map at a time? Like, I want to know. I'm going to keep an eye on that. Hey, it, did he release a kit? Oh, there's a 2D model kit. Maybe I'll try a hand at it. Like you just, it, it's more, I, it's more. I, in, I, it, I, it, I, yeah, I get it's, it. It evolves more than the old business model. Like it, the world is I, different I, I now. With you, but like, I don't think. I don't think the general populace of players would receive it the same way that you're looking at it. I just I, don't. I, I, I just, I don't see the general community of people that would come to Dreams seeing it in the same light as you do. I think they're going to be the most difficult people to please. Oh, um, oh, they, they may be, but then there comes the time where they... I believe that when you get sick of something and you feel like something needs to change, that's going to be when you decide you're going to do it yourself or at least look in to see if, if you can do it yourself. Yeah. 
So it it's just it there is a natural evolution to this. Of course you can't have everybody. Not everybody's going to play dreams, okay? I, if anybody has that goal, no, that ain't happening. But it's but yeah. but someone playing that and then being like I wonder how long it took. Well, let me go to Twitter and ask. Oh, it only took you 6 months. How much do you have done? Oh, you actually have like 10 maps done. Huh, that'd be interesting. You start that it's there's so many more angles is what I'm saying. Like all the things that you're that everybody's saying would like wouldn't work or that it needs to build up. It's yeah, that's the way it used to be with things that existed before dreams. Dreams is an entire game changer for everything. And it just it it really blows my mind because it I truly I sometimes feel like I'm on that island that's in the background right now and I'm just like screaming and everybody's like, ah, that's just crazy vicious over there on the island. <laughs> it's just it the whole game is changed uh, now, guys. Like this is really yeah. as groundbreaking as we keep saying it is, but you have to believe that it's that groundbreaking. And like if we're not saying yeah. it, you know I, it, Anyway, uh, let me let me try to get through the end of this because yeah, catch, catch your breath for uh, a second. <laughs> yeah, it's still in the stage where a person would say it's good for something in dreams as opposed to good in general. I think we surpassed it. I I believe we have games that surpass that sentiment because unless you told them it was dreams, they wouldn't know. Because I know exactly what makes people say it. It will. Anyway, uh, object folks have said dreams hasn't been out long enough for breakout hits to be finished yet. I think there's a lot of truth to that. Dreamers tend to be small teams at best and breakout hits can take years with pro tools, Ah, pro tools. And uh, (laughs) yeah, it can take years with pro tools. But I would also argue that there are people who have broken out. You just don't know about it. That's, I mean, one, because there are things I know that a lot of you don't. <laughs> I am tapped into the dreams verse. Anyway, no, the, the dark side. But the, no, there are people, like, that's why I always bring up Scott at SZ7238. That man was tasked with making a game in 24 hours to be played on a television show. He pulled it off. And it's completely playable. He did it yeah. in 24 hours. If more people knew that, that shine that's not being capitalized on. Yeah. It's been used in an actual production for TV. That immediately puts it on the level of a bunch of different, I guess you would say, top tier industry standards. And he did it in 24 hours. So you might be waiting for the breakout game hit, but there's a lot more to dreams. That's like I, I said, the whole I, paradigm I, has changed. I agree with everything that you're saying. However, I still, I don't know. I, I still think that there's, there's, there's still work to do to, to get it to where we want it to be. Like, yeah. I don't know. I, I just don't think making the move right now is in the best interest of dreams. I didn't I say just the think... move. I said a move. Yeah, I'm just saying yeah, a would I, be beneficial. I, I, I still think there is the move to make as opposed to a move. 
Of course, you're Corpo, but it's, it's, <laughs> no, <laughs> I expect nothing less from Corpo Jammy James. But but look, I get you, and like I said, it's all out of passion, and that's all yeah. that matters is yeah, that people have this is. passion for it. Um, uh, entropy. Let me see here. Uh, that and it's all purely for passion. It's a hard sell to many without even the prospect of profit down the line. See. Oh, we're going into that conversation now. This yeah. is this is the thing. As I stated earlier in the show, they've done everything that we've said they were going to do and that we speculated that they would have a plan for. They're doing all of them. They are going to find a way to monetize. And this is one of the main reasons that I want to get people into dreams because, yeah, there is going to be a discrepancy in polish. If you haven't been honing your craft like my boy Mason over here and just and just really just getting down to the shiny pieces. A lot of people talking about monetization and stuff right now, but y'all ain't y'all. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, this is another situation where I'm gonna get in trouble. I'm fine. I, I live that life. A lot of y'all are more worried about the money than your craft right now. And by the time monetization gets here, and it will, trust me, smell my eyes. Okay, I didn't give y'all the, the secrets. Okay, There's just to hear me out. It's coming. Until then, hone your craft. Because the best, the better you make it look now, the better it will look when we get the push that Corpo over here is talking about. And, you know, <laughs> and, and then your stuff is going to look way better than everyone else's. If you're afraid of big projects, get unafraid because you should be working and polishing them now because that's going to be the yeah, stuff I mean, that look, stands out. I mean, look, I, I don't think Sony would have paid for this game to be made for the length of time that it's took to develop it and give it a 10-year life cycle if monetization was not in the cards it's quite evident that this yeah. is coming you know it monetization is is probably sony's primary key factor of dreams like what do we need to do to get yeah. it to the point where we can monetize so it, it's going to happen for dreams it's inevitable you can't have a 10-year plan for something like this without thinking of money being inserted into it one way or another so yeah i agree yep. like you know, hone your skills get yourself to a point where you are able to make these big, massive, beautifully polished games. And then when monetization comes out, it'll be just a click of a button for you to monetize it. Do, do all the back work now. Instead of rushing and waiting for this to come before you start to do it, do all the back work now. And then when monetization comes in, it's going to be a hell of a lot easier for you to make money on it. Right. Yeah. It's just, I, I, like I said, and I don't, because a lot of people took what we said last week as a, we're trying to stop people or professional jealousy of trying to, like, people trying to get paid for their work when it comes to, like, Kickstarters. And we'll talk about this more on December 3rd. But it's like, no, it's just when it comes down to it, there it gets muddy. And to act like it doesn't get muddy and that it doesn't actually have the possibility of leaving leading to some really ugly things that can actually ruin this ruin this community that we all love so much it's it, that's just being naive in my in my opinion 
a lot of other people had really valid points. You are doing work. You wanting to get paid for it. There's nothing wrong with that. That's I don't see you get, get yeah, paid. There's nothing, but there's nothing wrong with it. But there's, there's also just, a right. There's also, in my opinion, a right way of of going around doing that. Yeah. So, but like I said, we'll get back to that on the twenty third. Um, inch. Okay. Oh the boy. Third. Not the not the twenty third. The third. Enter attack out. It says uh, I have a feeling you'd really not like the discussion of MM on one of the last sacred symbols podcast. I I feel like I've heard of that podcast, but I I, I don't know. Uh, it says they said dreams has failed. It will never blow up. And MM working on dreams is a waste of a good studio at this point. Who Word. Said that? Tell him you could tell him you have somebody who wants to talk to him. Let me know when I can be on the show. Um, uh, let me see. Oh no, I use a profile. Where do they live? I ask myself. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> let's keep the community together. <laughs> let's, not, let's not get too out of hand. Um, Entropy. I think to the gaming community at large, there is no difference between a Mario Maker level and a Dream, or at least they are clumped in the same bucket. I don't think there's a difference between a Mario Maker level and a dream because people don't know that a dream exists. That's that that that's that's what I will say. You have people who know dreams exist and what it can do and what it does and what you're able to accomplish on it. And then there's people who literally do not know what the hell dreams is. Yeah. And Mario Maker has a bigger following because Mario that's the only difference yeah. I see, personally. Well, it's just Nintendo. Uh, just yeah, well, then, a, like I said, Mario. They have a magic way of just making rubbish. Yeah, yeah they sell. have... Oh, Will, don't do it. Mm-mm. 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 Y'all ain't got... <laughs> Y'all ain't got to have Papa Nintendo coming after me today, boy. <laughs> I almost let it out. I almost let it out. I'm going to stop. <laughs> I'm going to stop. Uh, they are not seen as games, and it will take a massive achieve- achievement to change that perspective. Yeah, them actually seeing a game. Uh, so Dreams is a games machine. So is PlayStation and, X- and Xbox... Wait a minute. So Dreams is a games machine. So is PlayStation and Xbox. Why is Dreams different? Uh, dreams is not a games machine in my opinion, not in the same sense that you're saying PlayStation and Xbox dreams, dreams is dreams is Netflix and YouTube, which you can access on a PlayStation with the ability to make Netflix and YouTube on it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's it's, it's a completely different thing in my mind. Uh, that might have been what you meant, you know, what you meant it as when you typed it, but that's what I see is the difference. Uh, like, imagine someone made a piece of hardware that only runs Dreams, like a Chromebook only runs web apps. Would it take off? Uh, if it was on a Chromebook, yes, because, <laughs> because there's so many goddamn Chromebooks. Everybody got a goddamn Chromebook. Like, I don't see the sense in them. Like, I, I, don't, so I don't. Yeah. I don't so either. Useless. But that's because we're not the main demographic. The it's main demographic like is buying waste, the hell out of them. Waste uh, of innovation. Just like, why have you wasted your time building this? It's an iPad with a keyboard. Stop. It's not a, it's not a laptop. Stop trying to yeah. sell it as well. Chromebooks are in like every school at this point, for real. Yeah. yeah. They're literally it, everywhere. Which is why, you know, my other not um, <laughs> not popular opinion <laughs> with dreams. <laughs> 
<laughs> where I said, I, you know, I personally, if they waited until Dreams was its own Blender-like standalone on PC, that would be when it took off to me. I, I know people don't like me saying that, but I believe that, like, if they saved it till then to to put to make uh, exportation or any of that stuff, I think that would be when it blew up. I think that if it yep. were on PC, it would have already blown up because the industry of people who actually do pay attention, not gamers, it seems, but the industry of people who do pay attention to programs like Blender and Unreal Engine, they know, and you see them under every video going, hey, when is it PC. coming to PC? PC and, yeah. You know, yeah. and and like I said, it's going to happen, even though people get a little salty when I say it. But if Sony picks up three studios specifically geared towards making their games like portable to PC, I have to believe Dreams is one of them. I just have to yeah. believe it. I mean, if anything, Dreams has the most potential to be ported. Like, I mean, yeah. I know they're porting all yeah. of their other games and they're being successful on Steam and everything, but the potential that Dreams has for being ported is so much larger than any other traditional game that they've ported today or ever will because of the utilization that dreams will have on PC is huge. Yeah. Yeah. And let me see here. It was war garble that came in and said that it was burger van. So thank you, sir. Always good to see you war garble. (laughs) Um, It's great, but there's a million platformers like that on steam. Yeah. (laughs) No, he was responding. He was responding to me talking about Mr. Mustache. And how, oh, right, like, okay. showing he's like, oh. yeah, but there's a million of those on Steam. There are, but it still has a level of quality that beats out at least 80% of those. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's have you good. seen all those platforms on Steam? Yeah, that's, that's, good enough for, <laughs> that's good enough for me. It's like that's enough to where someone can recognize and give credence to if it beats anything that's on Steam. Anything. Yeah. Then you then then someone in my mind, if they're actually thinking of comparing Steam and Dreams, it has to be like, oh, that was done on Dreams. Well, maybe I'll stop working on this Unity thing I've been trying to figure out for the last two years, and I'll go see if I have better luck over there at Dreams. Like, it just it. I, I, I'm just saying we don't have to do it all at once, but let's go. It's great, but there's a million platforms like that on Steam. Most people are lazy and would rather complain instead of learning a skill. Uh, yeah, that that's going to be true no matter what. So, yeah, that's, I mean, that's, facts. That's just in general. Yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. The value of Dreams is so easy to see, but many gamers don't care. They want COD. They want The Witcher. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it's though it's it's those casual gamers that you've got to impress with dreams, which is why I think you need that one big push. Uh, not everyone is creative. A lot of people are just consumers. Yeah, see, I agree. <laughs> well, Entropy said I will never catch up with chat. However, I have caught up to that comment, sir. No, <laughs> but no, I, 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 I get it, and I, I see that. And yeah, I'm not saying everybody has to be creators and the consumers, but let's just look at it, like look at it from this. And this is another example of what I mean by, it, it, yeah, and Captain Morgan as far as his dream continuously playing i'm doing that on purpose because i want people to see what mason is doing because it looks fantastic 
there's so many things to love in this little reel that I've put together of his work from his YouTube. He is Immortal Mason on YouTube if you want to follow him. Also on Twitter, Immortal underscore Mason, right? Yeah. Get at him. Um, but I get what, what everyone's saying. But this is what I mean by this is why I stake my whole argument on the game has changed. Yeah, not everyone is a creative, but the entire industry of entertainment has been reduced to consuming everything as fast as possible. So when you have these small games, small projects, you have YouTubes that can be what it's like if you're making a youtube unless you already have a following you want your videos to be between five and seven minutes or just do shorts and go to tiktok because people will just watch 30 seconds and flip up but these are all the things that you have it's not just games it's music it's music videos it's complete albums it's short films it's longer films it's entire series and then you have games it's more than just this one thing. And that's why I, 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 that's why I offered the question a few weeks ago. Like some of you are really worried about, you know, monetization. A lot of y'all are. Nah, I love you. But, you know, the MC Alchemist couldn't care less. <laughs> like what happens when he's just like, I'm here. I'm having fun. I love it. But, you know, I've often wondered, like, hey, y'all got the characters. You got the assets. You got the locations. Why don't you make some cutscenes? Throw that out there on YouTube. Get some get some groundswell for your projects. Like, you know, there's so many things that can be done now that it, it's just, I don't think we have to have this one big hit. But now Entropy might be right. It might, I might never get to the end of this. So I'm going to zoom through these, okay? Uh, object, yeah, you don't under underestimate how many just consumers there are. You can do some really impressive stuff in Dreams and do it really fast, but so can Insert Tool here. Few people are impressed by the journey. They just care about the destination. Yeah, that's the life of an artist. But, uh that whole thing you said and do it really fast, but so can insert tool here. Yeah. The reason they insert tool there is because there's no one else. There is nowhere else you can create as fast as not you a, can in dreams. Not as fast, no no one. Not without using pre-made templates and, and, and purchasing yeah. Even, and stuff. You just can't even still, I'll still wager you. It's not faster. Because the moment you're left to do something for yourself in those programs, whether it be changing a camera uh, mo uh, or a character model or making something look the way you want it, for the, all of that immediately becomes extensively worse. It slows you down to the point where you might as well have started at zero. That's not the case in Dreams. So uh, that's my words on that. Let's keep going. There are no guarantees in life. If you're a realist, you have to assume that monetization is not a given. 100% agree creativity is the only reason you should need to create, but nothing is a given. Yeah, nothing is. Nothing is guaranteed. No, it's we not guaranteed. We talked I mean, about that. It's it. I'm, I'm just. But let me just say that. Yeah, nothing's guaranteed, but that's also why uh, last week or two weeks ago when Jamie wasn't here, uh, I'm never going to forgive you. And um, he wasn't here and uh, we had that talk with Cram and I was like, people need to reevaluate why they got into this. Like you either create because you love to create or you're setting yourself up for some depression 
Like, that's why social media is affecting all these young people so bad out here. <laughs> they got they got Facebook sitting in front of Congress because, because it's like somebody's child got butt hurt. Like, no, mind you, there's that's a joke. There's a lot of stuff going on, you know, that does need to be assessed because technology is growing faster than our actual legislative system. But beyond that, let's get back to dreams. Like, it... And that, but that goes back to my point. Like, create. If you came to Dreams to create, it didn't start with monetization. No one told you you were getting paid. They told you you were going to make a game, or you were going to make a movie, or you were going to make some music. So, for people to get as upset as I'm hearing people get now about monetization, it just feels weird to me. It it does, and and you know. But I'll leave it at that because I understand both sides. But people are acting like they're owed now. And and no one told you that it was coming. It's not like they were like, yo, you're going to be able to monetize. And then when it launched, they were like, no, you ain't. Like, they they never did that. So either you came here because of the love of, to create or you didn't. Whatever comes after that, that's for us to see as a community and go through. It's the journey. As they say, that's the journey. Uh, War Garble, hardly any Dreams games are worth real money, in my opinion. Other gamers are hella harsh as well, and I will judge the F out of these Dreams games and will S on them the moment money is involved. God! Wow. He came firing. I like how you feel. I mean, I can tell you feel ways, and I'm not against it. Like we said, guys, we're only sitting here telling you what we think. Nobody's right or wrong. We're all part of the community, and conversation helps the community. That's all there is to it. I, you know, Lord knows, MM does not have me on any type of a, uh, how would you say? I'm not on their, their roster. I'm not, I'm not getting a check. I do it because I love it. And, yeah, that, so I'm, I'm, I'm just going to tell you how I feel, how I really feel. And I expect everyone else to do the same. Uh, War Garble. Yeah, but consider the app store. It's full of crap and it makes more money than God. Lol. (laughs) More money than God. I do those things because I enjoy them. Word, make things, uh, War Garble, making things just for money and fame will just burn you out and depress you. Facts. Absolutely. There is not, like, there are people who are way more into marketing and stuff, but we also brought up this up in the past show. Most of these people who got big in like YouTube and have these massive followings, they literally all say the same thing. I have no clue how this happened. They just <laughs> they just did what they loved and it worked out. Man. Sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. You know? And, and uh, honestly, uh, I, yeah, well, I'm ahead. sorry. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, because one of the things I've always told people, too, like when it comes to a lot of those big YouTubers and things like people, again, like we spoke about this earlier a little bit. It's like when you're really passionate about something and you truly pour everything into it and you hone that craft, people are going to want to get on board with that. People are going to want to watch you. People want to see more of what you're doing, even if it's not like as high up as something like, okay, like again, like for my game, I'm working really hard on it. And I've had a lot of people who 
aren't even on dreams and aren't even on my YouTube. And they're like, what do you watch? And I'm like, Oh, this, I'm just looking at a few clips. I'm trying to put together for my game. And they're like, that looks sick. Like, what is that on? Like, did you make it in uh, steam or not steam, but uh, did you make it in unreal? Or did you do this? I'm like, no, I, I'm just working in dreams. It's kind of like a creation engine on the PlayStation. They're like, Oh really? Like how much they cost? And I talked to them about that, but they love to see me talking about it and they want to watch more of what I'm doing even beyond something like a Breath of the Wild or anything, because, yeah, they love to watch RPGs and stuff like that. And those games obviously are going to sell like crazy. But when people see that you truly care about your craft and you're putting a silly amount of effort and hours into it, people are going to watch. People are going to want to be a part of that, even if it's at the early stages. People love to be able to come up and say, yeah, I was there at the beginning. I was there when it was like this. And I mean, who is that one guy, the YouTuber who shot up like out of nowhere? Uh, he, he gained like a million followers even when he would go on like a three-month hiatus because his videos were just so goofy and funny and people loved it. Uh, his name is Corey Kenshin. I don't know if you heard of him. but yeah. Oh, Corey Kenshin? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, th- like goofy dude and crazy, <laughs> very strange, but he does everything on his own and people love the guy because he just he's just weird. He was kooky and it just it works. And that's the thing. Like when you love your craft and you pour everything into it, people are bound to want to see more of that. And if you have content that people don't care for, even if you pour everything into it, obviously, yeah, people aren't going to jump on board. But Dreams has shown itself to be something that people are interested in. It's just when they're interested, they need something to keep them there. And like Elka and Noguchi's Bill and other people like that who have started to monetize it have shown like, yeah, you could get a huge following. A lot of people wanting to see it, see a Dreams creation. You just have to pour a lot of time into it. And if you're not willing to, yeah, you're going to probably not see much of a return on the investment, so to speak. Yeah, it's it's not something you can just log on and make something. Well, you can. You can log on and make something within 24 hours if you want to. But if you want to make something that's truly fulfilling <laughs> and, like, you know, it's got a lot of detail and a lot of gameplay, yeah, it's, it's going to take a lot yeah. of time. So many of tools to learn. And, yeah, it's not, it's not an overnight yeah. process. And I think that's what a lot of people think. They think, oh, this is what I've been asking for. Like yeah. the easy drag and drop game creator where I can just drag stuff in and, and call it a game and release it on Steam. Like that's not what it is. You can't have a full yeah. creational suite that makes anything and it and it be easy like that. It just it's impossible. Yeah. You just dreams makes it as easy as they can possibly make it, but you still yeah, have to put the work in yourself to make it beneficial. Yeah. That's just the way it is. But people ask people people want things too too easy. Yeah. It's just you're never gonna get that. Yeah. Uh let me see. Are you fine are you finally caught up with chat? No. <laughs> no. I'm, I'm close. Going. I'm, I'm close. Going. I'm close. Um let me see. Object. I'm pretty sure dreams won't blow up ever. Only a few people want dreams to blow up. The audience that'll support it wants games in dreams to blow up i mean asking dreams to blow up is like asking unreal engine to blow up it's hard for me to think about tools that way uh dreams is netflix and youtube yes uh chromebooks are great for kids and schools more than just them use it (laughs) yeah i will say that chromebooks chromebooks are everywhere like my parents parents alone have three of them in the house like it, I couldn't tell you. I don't know the point of having oh, one. The, so what, what do they do with three? I, <laughs> what, are you, what are they using them for? I mean, they're just uh, they're like what, like two hundred dollars now. You could just buy one when you. I mean, you they're feel super like cheap. Yeah. So well, yeah, they're cheap for a reason because they're empty. There's nothing <laughs> inside them. 
Uh, Entropy said, I'm just bringing a realist perspective, not trying to be negative, although it does sound negative. I don't think you're trying to be negative. Uh, I think you're being real. Yeah. You're being real. I respect Game recognized game, player. Anyway, uh, object of one regarding the entertainment industry being reduced. What was it before? Uh, well, think about it this way. It used to be, let's put it in, into a real quick bubble. One, there used to be a separation between every single kind of media. For instance, if you were a movie star and you were seen on a TV show, it meant your career was over. Okay. After that, the only thing left for you is Hollywood Squares. And yes, I know most of you are too young to know what the hell I'm talking about. However, then you had the cable model. Then the cable model started to die because people started getting upset that they couldn't have a la carte. Then it got reduced down to Netflix coming in and blowing up everybody's spot. And now they get they get to operate consistently in the black. It's no longer about how much money you make. Because if, if you really deal with money, you know that debt isn't a bad thing. Then it's all about how much content you have. That's why everybody followed their market or followed their model, created their own streaming yep. services, and are now all fighting tooth and nail to just buy up as much stuff as they can, even if it puts them in the black. Because they have to. Because content is the name of the game. So... That's why I refuse to speak about dreams in just the realm of gaming. Because if you look at it as content, there's more than enough content. There's more content on dreams than on Disney Plus. Okay? That's, I, I, I know that's me throwing shade <laughs> at Disney Plus, which I've done before. But I have to. Because how can you own every damn thing and not have anything on Disney Plus? Anyway, point it. Point is. Well, you, you need to <laughs> point is. Point is, the game, the entire game has changed. I know a lot of people don't know because they don't pay attention necessarily to that stuff. But yeah, the whole game has changed. Everything has changed out here. The way things work. I mean, just think of what the internet did to TV. Like, think of what YouTube and yeah. TikTok and all these things did to TV. People come home at night and they don't watch TV. They watch their phones. Crazy. Seven years ago, if you had said that to someone, they would have thought you had lost your damn mind. The whole game is its just different. And then let's not even get into what COVID is about to do. When, when we really see how it's changed, how it's changed businesses, people throwing away 20 years of business locations just so people can work from everywhere at home, which means they have more access to everything all the time. Guys, it's about to change out here. If, if, if you do, it's already changing, but it's going to be way different than what you think is going to be. The world that existed before COVID ain't going to be the one that comes out of it. So, uh, let me see. Entry, people, people getting, people getting upset. No, I, I don't talk about movie stuff on there anymore. Uh, people getting upset that there is no monetization are insane. That's why it's overflowing into here. But anyway, uh, they're chasing something that isn't there, but gamers are notoriously entitled in entropy. <laughs> it's true. You are right. And, uh, okay, I got to go. I'll stop triggering Mighty. You don't you trigger me, baby. I love you. You're giving me good stuff all day. Uh, War Garble, I speak harshly. Sorry. Gamers can be rough is all I'm saying. They will rip into Dreams games, I feel. They're going to do that anyway. They're going to rip into them. Yeah, but some of the, like, just like I say, Dreams is destined to go to PC. 
The reason it's not already on PC, other than the fact that Big Papa Sony is the one fronting the bill right now, is the fact that basically they know there's things they need to get done before it touches PC because you're going to be going into the unreal crowd you're gonna be going into the all those people that's like as soon as they see the sun gadget or something they're like, where's the oculus illusion how come they don't have this that i can change like they're gonna go they're gonna turn into like you know who i'm talking about they're gonna do that yeah. so yeah. it not being on pc yet is not a tragedy to me it, no, it's a <laughs> it, it is it's a, blessing. a blessing and it that's is. why i say that the 10-year plan is a beta Anyway, the point is, is it's a beta, and we're all the beta testers. We are. And I love it. I love it. I, I can't get enough of it. Um, uh, let me see here. Oh, I actually caught up to my words. Now I know we're getting close. Yeah, I got two more. Object. Yeah, here we go. At Immortal, the great thing about entertainment today is that audiences can engage with creators in all these ways and cheer them on and trade ideas and build grassroots stuff around them hollywood squares law yeah that's <laughs> but yeah that is the thing and that's what i'm saying like this is people aren't really registering in my opinion just how much all of what you just typed affects everything that's been said for the past two yeah. hours like it, it the whole thing is new now so you know it's I can't I can't wait. And we have people like Immortal Mason out here doing the hard work, doing God's work. Okay? In dreams, showing all of us how to get it done and how to how to have the fortitude in spirit to actually get your game out there, work and to polish, and then to just blow our minds on this freaking podcast. I digress. I mean, actually, you know, uh, funny enough, if you wanted, I did bring up some of it here Ooh. behind oh. me on the thing. I don't know. Quality is not absolutely perfect, but it did want to see some of the it is it has been a very long process building like most of this stuff. But one of my favorite things is that when you're underwater, there's a huge world underwater that you won't get to see. Of course, not yet, but. That's all explorable. My goal with this game is to try to allow people to see that Dreams is capable of huge projects where you don't have to do scene changes, you know? Because yeah. you want to keep my goal in one game. Yeah, like, and the only thing that I will have like scene changes for and where you have to switch between them is literally for cutscenes because I realized that. It'll be easier to polish and add more stuff if I have it to where you load in a cutscene and then come back to this world. So, like, that's the reason why, like, when I was doing all of this, I was doing a ton of just critiquing of myself and just making it more efficient to where I could get more out of the thermo, although it's still pushed pretty close to its limit for me, at least in my brain. I mean, it's still in, like, the 80s, 70, but I've still got room to breathe by it. I look at that as still not good enough. I want to get it so low that I'm in like 50-50 where graphics and gameplay are like at 50 and I've still got all of this. But one thing I did want to make a video of that I did not get a chance to last night that I'll show here for a second is that I started working on bringing back the mount system so that you can ride creatures and stuff. And I realized that doing the little um, buffalo lion, it was cool but it didn't work in the sense of what I'm trying to do with 
all of the abilities and changing that stuff on the fly. So then I came up with a creature that works better for all the climbing mechanics and maneuverability, but with a few drawbacks. So I made a beetle that you can fly now. So if you jump and hit square, your character will create a beetle you can fly on. That's so sweet. That transition between jumping and then the well, beetle appearing, mm. so smooth. So yeah, and the cool thing is that his bottom. So like, and the, the stylized smoke and everything just fits the aesthetic just perfectly. Really, really. Yeah, nice. like, yeah. and it it took a while for me to get it all working there, but now you got it, and then you can just hop off of it, and then you go back to your normal thing. Yeah, it's perfect. But yeah, oh shoot, Absolutely. spider Absolutely. enemy! I don't want you to see that yet. <laughs> Run away! You can't see the spider in the yet. Quick! <laughs> but yeah, oh, no, and these are um, good. yeah, and these things right here. As you get closer to them, that's how you unlock new abilities and stuff. So when you get closer, they start to spread out and get more and more peculiar. And eventually, yeah. when you decide to unlock one, you'll go through an animation. I'm still working on it, but basically, Dude, you'll rip it so apart and then. Sick. And then you'll create the uh, room there. And now you have it available, so if you want to use it, you can just use the stun. So, it's pretty cool though so far. Still working on a lot of other mechanics, but yeah. I just wanted to show like the cool mount, because I was really happy that I finally got it to work <laughs> last night. And I was like, it's working, yes. It looks so, so, so good. Really I just love the whole stylized look of everything. It just looks so nice. Yeah. I can't wait. I can't wait to play the demo of this. It's going to be really good. Yeah, and then the last thing I will show before I cut this thing away here is that guy right there off in the distance. If you can see him. Yeah. He's a traveling merchant. He literally will travel like pretty much the whole map. And when you load in the game, he may be here. He may be somewhere else. And it just depends. But when you find him, you'll get to talk to him and he'll let you buy things and he'll send you on fetch missions and other stuff. So he's pretty cool. Now, I won't show you all the UI in there because it's not finished yet. But okay. I will get it there. Hopefully tonight I'll get that finished, but <laughs> I don't know. Well, but yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff. Amazing. It does. This, this, is, this is now one of my most anticipated games and dreams to play. I just love everything about it. Yeah. Well, thank you, guys. Yeah, that's, so I'm, I'm working on it there. There's a lot of stuff that I'm still trying to work out still working on the sand area getting that fixed but it's going to be cool it's going to be a lot to, a lot to explore you should be very very proud of what you've created it's it, it's a marvel in itself it yeah really like is. my goal was to just kind of again give something that would just hopefully motivate people and inspire oh, me too because i mean chat is going crazy right now with love for what you've just shown that's that small little snippet i mean i i think your game's gonna be big it's gonna it's gonna hit it's gonna hit really really well, well thanks motivated so people's ready yeah get get us that demo as soon as possible please yeah yeah again I'm, I'm hoping uh i can keep pushing hard on it and i've got a a break from the job we've got a thanksgiving break um, so i'll have five days straight that i can just work really hard on it so i don't have to worry about work so that'll be good that'll be next week and hopefully if i keep cranking on it i can get this thing polished playable and ready for the masses by early 2022 well, uh, when, and when um, it's done 
I'd, we'd love to have you come back on to maybe showcase the demo. You know, we'll do a full episode, you know, playing through it, get get the community on here oh, you know, definitely. To, to look at it and everything and ask questions about it and stuff before they go in and play it themselves. Oh, yeah. You know, we'd love to have you back anytime yeah. when that's ready, yeah. you know, to go. For sure, for sure. For sure. Definitely. This has been fun. I love yeah. it. And thank you so much for coming on. It's been an absolute pleasure. Yeah. Absolutely fun. Thank you guys for the opportunity, honestly. Well, yeah. is is there anything else you want to give you want to tell to the people where they can find you, you know? I mean, really, I just please, you know, give me a little support on the YouTube. I mean, I'm not even as worried about trying to monetize on YouTube, more so just trying to get the creation out there so that people other people are hopefully inspired to get dreams or just to play the dreams that are out there already and then realize that there's plenty of content and plenty of cool things on dreams that to enjoy. And so I just would like more people, subscribers, tell your friends and everybody about it so that we can get more people acclimated to what things are possible and for other creators to feel like, okay, if he can do that, if he can get that kind of thing working in dreams, I can do that. Why not? Like I can pull that off and maybe they'll come up with something that'll make me blown away. Cause honestly the dream reverse I oftentimes find myself feeling like, am I doing good enough? Cause that's crazy good. You know? So I love that inspiration from other people. And I hope that I can do that for others that when they see my work, they'll be inspired to push and work hard at it and play some games. If you don't want to create anything. I think you've been Hopefully. successful with that today. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Thank you. So all right. with that, ladies and gentlemen, to, yeah, get, I think we're ready to wrap up. Yeah. Um, War Garble, this is so wholesome. All of my harshness is gone. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the beauty of conversation, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> For every loud mouth trash can like me, there's <laughs> there's someone else who is just coming to just smooth it all right back over. It's it's perfect. Perfect. And uh, I appreciate everybody that came through today. <laughs> Uh, yeah, all the people, good chat know, today. yeah, the, the chat was moving today. It, it threw me off a little bit trying to catch up, but I mean, Hey, I love it. I love it. And, um, uh, sometime soon here, we're going to pull back. We weren't, we weren't trying to trust the Friday curse today, but sometime soon we're going to get back to taking calls during the show. It's yeah. just, we, we haven't been trusting this. Uh, <laughs> no. Yeah. I, I actually we said, add, we don't want to add anything that's going to kind of break it at the minute. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, the stream has been fine for two and a half hours. You're, like, you're, you're, dude, really dude you're, you're really, yeah, no, you're gonna... I'm sorry. Yeah. No, I'm, watching it. I'm watching it. I take it back. I take it back. So we're going to go ahead and call it for today, but love everybody that came through. Everyone that joined the conversation, awesome. Immortal Mason, thank you for coming through. I thank like I was just introduced to your work and now I'm blown away. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm be I'm gonna be uh, bothering you from here on out. So <laughs> to keep an eye on your socials. Um, and yeah, we can't wait to have you back. Everybody else, did Jamie? Did you have anything you wanted to say before we end it off today? Uh, no, just just a reminder that we will not be here next week because it is Thanksgiving in America. So. Just be aware there is no episode next week, but we will be back on the 3rd of December with the round table, which will be very interesting. So look forward to that. Yes. And if you want to join the round table about kickstarting dreams um, and, you know, pros, cons, or just an opinion that's different from ours from last week, feel free. Hit us yeah, up. Just, let us hit, know. Hit us up. 
everybody that wants to come in and say your piece, we're going to give you the yeah. opportunity. Yeah. At so. lucid underscore nebula or at mighty vicious on Twitter or join our Discord. Anybody and everybody wants to come on. We can fit tons of people on these roundtables now because the way we've got it set up with Discord video chat and stuff. I think we can have like 25 people on a call now that, or something. That, so Something like that. Yeah, so we've got plenty of room. So if all, loads of you want to come on and have a conversation, the more the merrier. Let's let's do it. Let's just get the word out there and, and talk about it. All right. And with that, have a good night, ladies and gents. See you later. Peace. Have a good one. Bye.